Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. I'm Crust and I'm here with Keeney and Fisher. Hey guys. Firstly, I'd like to say a massive thank you to all our new subscribers. There have been millions and millions. Well, (laughs) actually about 170, but we're really (laughs) chuffed about that. And that's just in the last few days. So thank you very much for subscribing. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Really helps us. Give us a little like on some of our videos. We're, we're really chuffed. Uh, we really can't wait to uh, share more of our wrestling content with you. Currently, we've got lots going on. We've got our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. We've got Keeney's fantastic uh, GM mode from WWE 2K22, which is fantastic. Um, so much going on. A massive back catalogue of our old uh, podcasts, if you really fancy listening to them all. But yeah, can't wait to get stuck into this week's wrestling. What we got going on is um, a review of WWE starting with, um, actually, we're going to crack out some news from Fax Fisher. Can't forget that. He definitely correct me if I don't uh, mention that. Then yeah. we're going to go into NXT and then finish off with AEW. So Fax Fisher, I think we should uh, start with your news segment. Yes, yeah, so there's two bits of news and they're in relation to each other really anyway. Um, so there's some releases last at the end of last week. So, again, always happens just after we record the pod, it seems. Um, so it's all old news by the time we get around to it, but it's always worth talking about. So 10, 10 NXT stars released and one who wanted to leave but hasn't yet been granted their release. Um, so we'll talk about the ones that did get released first. Um, and I know you, across the UN particular, have strong opinions on, on one particular person here. So I'll just read the list out of names so that we know who there was. Then so I can there was, tear into it. Yeah, so there was Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, um, Dexter Loomis, Persia Perotta, Raylan Devine, Draco Anthony, Vish Kanya, Mila Milani, Blair Baldwin, and Harland. Um, so, yeah, Krusty, you, you, can, uh, you can get on, crack on with that if you want. So, some of them, I suppose, not really a surprise because it wasn't being used, but someone, I can't say I'm surprised, but I'm just disappointed. So, this is going to be my skid mark of the week. Um, each of us have a skid mark. Uh, with something we really don't like from this week's world of wrestling um, and then we also have a top mark so our favorite thing from the weeks of wrestling can be from any brand any show could be something just outside like this is releases for me so I'm really disappointed that Dakota Kai has not been utilized properly I feel she's been in NXT a long time she's been brilliant in ring out of ring I really think she should have been brought up to the main roster probably last year uh, once she finished a feud with um, Raquel Gonzalez, who has been brought up. So that's a positive. Um, 
I think she should have been taken up to the main roster. I think they really needed her in the women's division, especially at the time. Um, probably less apparent at the moment, but when she should have came up, I think it was in a bit of a dire state. Um, just so disappointed. The fact that she also never got to to wear that NXT women's title belt, I think is an absolute disgrace. So just a, a real waste of a talent. On the flip side, I hope she then gets snapped up by, um, well, I hope it's AEW, just because I, I'm, an, I'm an avid watcher of AEW, and I think she'd do really well there. But yeah, just quite sad and disappointed for her and, and for us. Yeah, I, I have, uh, have to echo your sentiments there. I think Dakota Kai was the biggest shame. Uh, like you say, the fact she was never champion, uh, well, she was tag champ, but she was never the NXT champion is mad. And I know she did work some main event shows for the main roster, but obviously they just didn't see enough in her to call her up. I don't know if it was her or them that didn't want it, but yeah, something went amiss there. Yeah, well, yeah. I, either way, she didn't. She didn't make the the step up, and you'd think she would want to. Um, but who knows with that one? I mean, these uh, releases actually came out whilst we were at WWE Live this time last week. So, if if we weren't live, we'd have been recording the pod whilst the releases were coming out. So they always come out at the worst times for us personally. Uh, the other the other ones I think that were um, surprising was Harland. I was a bit shocked because I thought they could have used him in this Joe Gacy storyline. And I think they did the first week and then he wasn't, and I think we even mentioned on last week's pod, like where's Harland? He hasn't appeared for a few weeks and it's just a weird one for him. Cause you know, we thought maybe they would transition into Harland V breaker or maybe we thought at the start, I think we even were debating whether Harland was the person to go after the NXT title. And so the fact that they've released him is is a strange one as well. Very odd, isn't it? It's like they almost didn't give him a chance because they used him in this weird uh, storyline, which we wasn't too keen on. But maybe if he'd have actually got in the ring, I know at, at one point people were comparing him to Brock Lesnar. Um, mm. he, he hasn't even got going, has he? And as you say, they they included him in this story. It's almost like it's ran out of steam and they thought, well, we'll just complete the match and then that's it. We'll just We'll just ignore it from there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I echo everything you said really about the Kai Krusty. It was it's a real shame she never got a proper run with the. Well, she never had a tour run with the NXT Women's Title, which I find baffling. But not only that, her two tag team title runs were very short. I think one of them was like two days, and one of them was like a day. So yeah. it just goes to show that they, they I think never we really marked pushed... actually the second run, didn't we? Because it was completely pointless. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. They took um, the belts the, off of them almost instantly. It was very odd. I think we all predicted them to lose at the pay per view. They won at the pay per view, and then they lost them back on NXT. It was very weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I echo your thoughts. I hope she finds her feet somewhere. I think her going to AEW would be a no brainer. She would add their women's division could still do with more recognizable faces and names and top tier talent and I think Dakota Kai would tick those boxes for, for them to be honest so I think they should get her um, the the other ones I was more surprised by there was I know Keeney mentioned Harland I, I, I kind of saw that coming when he was taken off TV if anyone was going to be released I'm not that surprised um, the ones I was a little bit surprised by were Malcolm Bibbins um, we later heard that he was um, he wasn't willing to sign a new deal which may have been part of the reason but you know, a great talent, a really good manager, um, someone that I think, again, it wouldn't surprise me if AEW likes using managers and mouthpieces, so it wouldn't be surprised me at all 
if they get Malcolm Bibbins. Uh, he's fantastic. So I, again, very, I'd very love good. that to happen. He's, um, he's and brilliant. the other one for me is a slight surprise, is Persia Perotta, purely because they did use her a lot. She was on TV every week. She's in a tag team with yeah. um, Indy Hartwell, who they kept hold of. Um, she was with Duke Hudson, who they've kept hold of. Um, and for me, when she ever she got in the ring, she looked decent. She looked like a powerhouse. I thought she had potential. Um, it's almost so like I, they put those four together and they were thinking, right, we're going to keep two of these. Let's see who we want to keep. Yeah, bizarre. But um, that's, that's, that's the other one is Dexter Loomis. Um, the other one is Dexter Loomis, really. Because no. we've had a lot of screen wedding with him. I mean, I think Dexter Loomis in the character they gave him was very limited. I don't really know. You know, Dexter Lumis could never go on the main roster, could he? The way his current character, the way it was, it just wouldn't have worked on the main roster. So I guess there was always a limit with Dexter Lumis. In terms of Dexter Lumis as a character being released, isn't actually a surprise to me. But the fact he was in that storyline, Index were a kind of a big thing over the last few months in NXT. And then to do that, I mean, at least they did kind of, you know, you know, throw some attention on it on this week's NXT, which we'll get to later. So it wasn't completely ignored, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, just, just I, a surprise. I'm not very, I'm not actually, I mean, I'm disappointed for the guy to lose his job, but in terms of watching him as a character, I'm not fussed about Dexter Loomis for no, me. I completely been agree with you, Fish. Doing it, he's very, I him in the way, had a very short term life cycle. If they either had to repackage him soon as something else, yeah. or because really he was never going to go up to the main roster and do anything with that gimmick. And in NXT, it was getting stale as well. So, you know, from an on-screen character point of view, I'm, I'm not that disappointed about. And, and the, really, Harland, I won't miss that much because he kind of just stood in the background. But I'm still sad for them, to, obviously, to lose their jobs. But for me, the three that I, I will miss is... I definitely miss Dakota Kai and Malcolm Bibbins. I think Persia Perot had real potential as well. So those, those three really surprised me. And especially, also, the lack of women's tag teams in NXT at the moment. And then you get rid of half of one of your tag teams as well. They do this constantly. And then one to one is no tag teams. Um, so that is another baffling reason for me. And when I saw her name there, I was expecting Indy Hartwell's to come as well. Um, I'm, I'm thankful mm-hmm. it didn't. And Duke Hudson's potentially. You know, I'm, I'm thankful it didn't. But, um, you know, it just it's just odd to me, that one. Yeah, fair enough. And then we mentioned also there was someone who was asked for the release, but yet to be granted it. Uh, maybe won't be granted it as he was appeared on TV this week. Yeah. As, Fisher, as Fisher sends into darkness there. Is uh, <laughs> he's joining judgment? It's too, day. it's too bright, and, and now he's that was too no, bright. He's having, having proper lighting issues. Can't make his uh, mind up. It's because uh, I haven't got light on. It's too sunny outside. It's as you can see, we've through. got the high tech equipment here at Recharge Wrestling. <laughs> we do the um, blinds. <laughs> so, I was, as I was mentioning, Roderick Strong has asked for his release from yes. NXT and has been seemingly denied it because he, he appeared on TV this week. Um, I mean. I think it is sensible to not release him, considering where his other three former members of Unspeaked Era currently are. It just, just completes the band. You would think it? I'd just throw Roger Strong and throw him in the group. Yeah, so that would complete the band. Um, so I get why they haven't released him. And I wonder whether where kind of the timeline falls to him asking his release and then deciding to release Malcolm Bivens because for Diamond Mine, who I think have been quite a successful group in NXT, mm. to get read to... This for, this yeah, for, for the leader, in-ring leader, to request a release and then the mouthpiece to be released. I, okay, I know Bivens wanted to be released as well, but, you know, they obviously have to make a judgment call to keep one of them and 
Yeah, maybe Roderick Strong was. He's I'd love to know what's know. going on. Whether Roderick Strong is is due to maybe move up to the main roster or something, and he's almost that he's almost said, you know what, I don't want it. I I'm seeing what they're doing with the likes of Champa, and it's not gone too good. I know he's on screen, but it's not gone amazing. He might be thinking, you know what, I know I can get on TV every week in AEW, so why would well, I want to stay he, here? He, in WWE? Um, Interestingly, Roderick Strong has appeared on NXT UK recently. Um, yeah, he's been appearing down here. Had a couple of matches a couple of weeks back to back. Brilliant for us to watch. Yeah, but I don't know if really that means up, anything, but I yeah, I just wonder. I I just I'm I'm confused by it. And I think we may have mentioned. I don't know if we've mentioned this in person or on the pod, but about maybe the uh, the the black and gold NXT guys being most susceptible to being released. And I think yeah, we mentioned Roderick Strong at the time and. He has since asked for his release because th- these are the guys they you know, they seem to be trying to push out to make way for these up. We've, we've got a new, you know, breakthrough women's tournament coming through. So, you know, Persia Parada. And I'm usually of the opinion that they need these guys and uh, women to um, sort of nurture the younger wrestlers and have feuds with them. But actually, they're pulling people down from the main roster, which we love and we think is brilliant. It kind of makes these guys and uh, women redundant. That is a I good, guess. That's a good point. Yeah, so that is a good point. Yeah. They don't need them anymore, yeah, so I, they're like, "We're not going to pay you when we can have one someone we're paying anyway on the main roster come yeah. down and do that role." And that it actually a has a bit more of a buzz, doesn't it? When we see, I mean, we were excited about Natalia, which we haven't been excited about Natalia in a long time yeah. since she yeah, won the tag I, titles. So I think. Um... Roddy Strong requesting his release is probably the least surprising news of the year. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. he, all his undisputed era friends are, are in AEW. His wife's in AEW. <laughs> he's like um, the, he's like a kid looking out the window at his Di- mates playing football, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, and, Di- and Diamond Mine. Like, obviously, Malcolm Bivens has been released. But not only that, he, he was originally in this lineup with Tyler Rust, um, Hatcherman. I think Arturo Ruas was in it as well. They all got released. So literally, they, that faction has just checked. Apart from the Creed brothers, really, and Ivy Niles, you know, had a little bit of screen time and stuff. Really, apart from the Creed brothers, it's been a bit of a disaster, really. Um, strong Creed brothers and Bivens were strong enough. But now Bivens has gone as well. So it's like... Could you imagine if he went to that, if Roderick Strong went to AEW and then they got Mouth and Bivens to manage... The undisputed era. Yeah, I mean they don't need a they don't need a mouthpiece at all. But yeah, imagine it. It'd be though. crazy, be incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean it's, it'll be a, it's a shame um, that he obviously he doesn't want to be there. And I was kind of looking at him on when when you know someone doesn't want to be there and then they appear on TV. You kind of look at them closely and like try and see the sadness in their eyes. Yeah. Um, he looks, you know, he's a <laughs> professional enough. Now. <laughs> but um, no, because you can. Normally, you, you can't tell. You don't know, you know. You, you just assume people want to be where they are, but you know he doesn't. So it's very weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was just... So I think we've probably dwelled on these releases quite a long time now. So Yeah, I think we, we should move on to the... Uh, WWE. Weekly TV programming are scheduled. Should we start with SmackDown? Yep, yeah, why not? So this First was a pre-recorded show. Um, so I think Fisher found out some spoilers beforehand. I don't think either of us did. But I mean, Crusty, no. what was your kind of standout moment from SmackDown this week? Um, Slim Pickens. Rick Ricochet beating Shanky. No, I'm joking. That that wasn't actually. Um, you know what? There wasn't too much at all. Um, 
the thing is, I, I want to find something positive, but <laughs> I'm so really have a positive if you, want to go to, if you want to come over to me first. Yeah, yeah let's go, go with the Fisher. If you got because if you want to start on a positive, yeah, let's, um, let's start with the negative. The news was kind of negative anyway, so yeah, yeah, and let's be happy. I, I, this is the thing I actually knew about, spoiler wise, um, but I knew we were getting Drew and Roman, but I enjoyed the the cage match between Drew and Sami Zayn. I thought that was pretty good. Um, so that was that was a positive for me from SmackDown, even though I, I did know the result of it um, because I knew uh, Drew was moving on. So I, I, I saw something about Drew beating Sammy and then being the opponent for Roman setting up on this show. Um, didn't know that much other details, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good cage match. I thought it wasn't like anything special. Um, I like the fact they had Gulak as the timekeeper, like throughout the show on this cage match, and then. Obviously, he's setting up the, the main event stuff, which we'll get to later. Well, he's, he's um, doing different jobs, isn't he? Because yeah, he, so he, he, he was an interviewer, then he was uh, Adam Pierce's assistant, yeah. ring announcer. Now he's the timekeeper. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's done different things. But um, those are, you know, big suplex from the top. And, and what I liked about it is we talked about how we hate the end of cage matches when people escape. Here, yeah. we've got a Claymore to win it. Clean for Drew. Yeah. Um, I don't so, mind escape as long as it's over the top. Yeah, if it's over the and top. And Sammy kept trying to get over the top. Which is yeah, fine. they didn't. They didn't tease the actual door at all, did they? I, don't I hate think. the door. The door should um, be sealed. So I, I liked. That. I liked the booking of the cage match. I thought it was. It wasn't anything blown away special, but it was decent enough, and it had a good conclusion to a story that they dragged out too long. But it, it ended up being, I think, at least good. The right so I'll, I'll praise that for the SmackDown. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a fair assessment of that opening match um i mean we'll, we might as well move on to drew uh getting involved we had the rk bro and uso's contract signing mm-hmm. and then we had reigns uh, i think he came down i think he was in the ring to start with um and basically he tore up the contract and then drew came down and that led to this brawl and then we got Heyman backstage kind of Say to Adam Pierce, oh, we should have a six man um for backlash, uh, which we'll get on to when we, we get to Raw's well because it's probably more of a raw thing. Um that, that's a bit more tasty. The, the, the match wasn't announced at this point on any, on SmackDown. Um no. but it's nice again, we were literally watching Drew V Roman probably as this happened on TV. So we we it, we, we, we we knew we were getting here before just- I just want to say it so was well. announced on SmackDown, the six-man tag. See, facts, Fisher. Was, was, was it actually announced? I yeah. know Heyman it was. went Facts, Fisher, straight well, okay. It was okay, announced cool. on well, SmackDown. Then let, facts, let, Fisher, can you just move your microphone slightly closer to your mouth? Because <laughs> I can't hear your facts. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, let me then, if if this is a SmackDown thing, let, let me get a bit skiddy then, because... Oh, I no. Think, no. Well, I'm sorry, this, this, is, this is my skid mark this week. Um... <laughs> And I think this is a lot of wrestling fans' skid mark for the last week, really, is the fact that they have just built up this unified tag team title match yeah. since WrestleMania. We were all looking forward to it. We all were thinking, what's this going to mean? We've got one tag team champion that makes complete sense. And then they've just decided to just pull the rug from underneath it. And I, I don't really see why. I mean, we mentioned a few weeks ago we had Shinsuke kind of confront Roman that went nowhere for, for some reason mm. maybe maybe they lost confidence in that and they needed Roman to do something but it was too short notes to put Roman in, in in a feud as I mean if we get the unification match down the line which they have been advertising for three or four weeks then 
this is acceptable, I guess. But if we don't get a unification match... They're not thinking all, it through, are um, they? feels no, a bit like they're changing their mind constantly about what they want to do. Yeah, um, it's, just, it's just off the... It's just strange booking. And I, I do get, you can't have Drew and Roman one-on-one at WrestleMania Backlash with, like, two weeks build. It's, it's not quite enough. No, 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 we, no. We, 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 you know, they did that with Seth and Roman for the Rumble, but at least there was the history there. There's yeah. not goes much back to history. They should, have, they should have just stuck with the Shinsuke feud for now. I think they should have started the Drew feud after here. Do yeah. Nakamura here and then... Heat drew up for Hell in a Cell or Money and Bank or whatever. I wonder somewhat if the live tour messed this up slightly because they were so desperate to draw people in. They announced the matches and we were all like, why is Drew facing Roman? It makes no sense. Mm. It would have been a bit odd, I guess, if he was in a feud with Shinsuke at the same time. Um, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's They've just sort of gone, oh, we don't want to do. We don't want to pull the trigger on this that early. Let's let's backtrack and just make it a massive match. I mean, it's going to be a good match, isn't it? It's oh uh, yeah, the match is going to be amazing. Concept's yeah. good. It's just match is, the match will be really good. And if they'd have done this originally, I don't think it would have been yeah, that big yeah, a deal. Yeah, that, that's the point. But it's just it's just the fact they advertised it as a title unification. And and you know, I've seen a lot of people say that this was the match they're most looking forward to at Backlash because it had big stakes. There's not that much on the card. There's only one title match on the card. Mm-hmm. This match would have been a title unification. And something to look forward to, but now it's just a random six-man tag. And Backlash now feels like the most filler show. That's the problem. There's only really one Mania. match on there with proper stakes on it. Sure. Mm. After Mania, though, it is kind of a filler show, isn't it? it yeah, it always is, but they, it doesn't like need that. to be. It doesn't no. need to be. It really doesn't. Well, and also, it's, it's just a shame because they've they they rarely get us invested in the tag division, uh, WWE in general for a long time now and this is maybe the biggest tag match they've had for the unification mm. of the belts the bloodline we've got rk bro like they're both heated up massively it's two of the the, the, the two top teams going head to head unified it and i think you can main event backlashes with a tag team i match. think we're gonna and they've get just... this in hell in a cell and i think that's why i think they've realized that's going to be an absolute scorcher to put this Maybe, but you'd think by Hell in the Cell, wouldn't we be ready for Drew and We have to Roman have Roman defend those titles. We can't have Roman have both titles and not defend them. It's been too long already, in my opinion. One pay-per-view with two the titles. Is, it's a SummerSlam. It's a SummerSlam main event, isn't it? They should have I guess off. they can have more than one. Yeah, I just don't think you need to have involved Drew and Roman in this tag team feud yet. Um, I think they've gone too early with a feud. I really do. Especially as we're, if we are getting the UK. We predicted that we'd get it at the UK show. Mm. I'm thinking now that it's impossible for them to drag it out for I think SummerSlam, four months. Hell in a Cell first match. SummerSlam's where Drew beats Roman for a title. And then we're going to get Tyson Fury randomly challenge Drew for a tight for the title. I was going to say that's probably at, the way they're going to the UK pay per view. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think the tag unifi- unification match will be an absolute scorcher in Hell in a Cell. Uso versus RK Bro. Yeah, if, if they do that, then yeah. Be an RKO f- from the top of the cell. I, I don't know. Through the cell. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it will be amazing. It will be amazing. But yeah, I think it's a fair skid mark because yeah, of the way they booked skid. it. Um, yeah, I honestly, I, I must obviously, it was SmackDown. I, I must have 
the fact that was a finish, and I, I was just like, "What? They're not they're not cancelling the match. Of course, they're not cancelling the title match, but they did. Yeah, um, they, they yeah it was advertised sort of just randomly in between. I wrote it in between the segments. So yeah, was... I mean, I mean, the one thing I don't mind about it is I quite like that Roman's the guy who ripped up the contract to be like, "Oh no, screw that!" Like that's kind of in that's within cool, its character, yeah. but. Um, I liked Paul Heyman's promo. I thought Paul Heyman's promo was actually really good, but like the consequences of it were bad. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing. It isn't even the performances of the people involved. It's not like, you know, it's just the the booking decision to do this is what the the issue is. But like you say, the match itself will be great. I'm sure it will probably steal the show on on WrestleMania Backlash. It will Mm -hmm. surely main event because I don't think there's much else that could, but who knows? That's that's another discussion. You could have Ronda Charlotte main event. I think that... Really, that should main event, but yeah. I mean, now you, it's a six man. You could, you think but you should, I think they should have the women's title match main event. I mean, they could, but I just don't know. I, I mean, again, maybe it's just personal. I preference, don't, I mean, I don't disagree but, with you that to me it doesn't matter too much because I'm a little bit bored of the yeah. I, I, I personally don't, I'm not looking forward to seeing this match. Between I think it's a bit of an in. Should we, should we talk about this? Bit, should we, should yeah, we it's, 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 yes, it's, it's the main event. Of the so show. we're on to the um. But yeah, I, I, in all honesty, I think just to finish that, I think it would be an insult to the women's title if it's the only title on a card to not have a main event that yeah, you can't. That's, that's especially can't, there's yeah. Ronda Rousey involved in it. It's an equipment. Yeah, it is a huge match. It's just it's been drawn out and got a bit strange. Yeah. But beat the clock. I I didn't mind this. I I don't mind the um, purpose of it. What I didn't enjoy i mean i like the fact that we've got like a leer in the ring we've got um uh, uh, yeah leer and shotzi in, in, in the main events aliyah was was looking great until like the last bit it was like she waited <laughs> to be put in the submission it was really weird i don't know if you noticed that it was like she was just sort of standing in the ring yeah fine. she wasn't like on the floor or dazed and then just charlotte put her in a submission i was like just did not flow. Yeah, because well, they were trying to get that timing clock so on point, it looked stupid. Yeah, so I I disagree slightly. I I mean I, I agree with that, but I I actually don't like beat the clock challenges. I, I I don't like. I just don't see the point in them. I I just really because I think it really puts down the people they're against. Oh, so, definitely. Okay, yeah, Aaliyah yeah, Shotzi, definitely does that. Aaliyah and Shotzi in the main event segment of SmackDown, but they. They're not even there to compete in a match. They're there to see who get, who can no. get beat quickest. I thought Aaliyah looked okay though. She got some offense in. Yeah, I, I, I think Shotzi ran for most of her match. Yeah, from memory. But it, it's, it's just it really so Aaliyah and Shotzi are now more demeaned than they were if they weren't on TV. So that's why I would have had it against Gulak both times. I'd have had Gulak. Like okay, you got to try and make Gulak. We don't because, mind demeaning because, Gulak. because that's what's happened, and that's Gulak <laughs> is in this role, and he's been involved in with the two. So I think that would have made sense rather than throwing two women on your roster that you clearly don't care about because you've made that perfectly clear by putting them in this position. And also, what what did they achieve by beating the clock? Just bragging rights. Well, like, that was my problem with it. I was going to say I don't mind no beating the clock challenges mm. if they pick the stip- normally. What happens is they do that, and then they kind of the winner picks the stipulation or something like that. But the stipulation was already decided, so there was no real purpose to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you on that bit, and I definitely agree that it always makes the the wrestlers look. If they're going to do it, they should do it with like random unsigned. Yeah, talent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw jobbers in. We had a jobber um, fight, fight Raquel on the show. Even though you know it's nice to see Liam and Shotzi on TV, it's, it's still harsh on them. The bit I did like was afterwards when Charlotte hit Drew Gulak with the ring bell. Um, yeah. 
I like that yeah, bit. Yeah, I thought um, that was a good sort of Charlotte and hey, Drew. I'm more I, interested I, I, in Charlotte I, I, and Drew Gulak. I, I, I'm all here for Drew Gulak getting beaten up by Charlotte and Ronda. I, I can I can watch that all, all the time. Yeah. But the, the, the problem I have with it, yeah. So that, that, again, I'll go back to Lear and Shotzi again. But why when why should we ever care about them? Because what they could have spent that time with Lear and Shotzi. Okay, earlier on in the show, maybe build up a rivalry between them. We we saw them compete live at WWE Live in London, and they looked okay. The crowd wasn't into it, but why right. would the why would the crowd be behind either of those two people because they've not been portrayed on TV as serious competitors? I was at behind all. it. I was enjoying it. You were. You were. I'm an Aaliyah and Shotzi <laughs> fan. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was it was fine for what it was, wasn't it? And I I think just build us just tell us a story about between these two people rather than throw them to and again it's just that thing of they care about so many people usually one or two and then everyone else is just you know food to, to, to those two to to make those two look strong it's, it's just it's just a shame for Aaliyah and Shotzi but it is what it is isn't it and yeah I like what match is interesting at least at least we've got that yeah looking forward to to that one um hopefully main eventing so what else did we have on the show? Yeah, that well, worth a I, I briefly mentioned Raquel. She won a squash match against Cat. Yeah, we mentioned that we liked, um, we liked Guns doing that. And I said, I hope we get the same thing with Raquel yes. for just a couple of weeks. And we did. Yeah, that was good. Yep. One thing I didn't like was a bit, I was a bit concerned about a promo before um, the match. Her gimmick was a little bit different to what it was in NXT. Um, but I was a bit concerned about that bit. But yeah. the actual match itself. I think they test um, the water, don't they, for a few weeks. So... See how the crowd reacts. So I'm hoping they'll they'll nail it. Yeah, it was okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there had... was nothing special, but these squash matches never are, as you say. No. They need to build. They're showcase. Up, they? She looked powerful though, which is what I want her to be because she's a phenomenal power wrestler. Yeah, so... she had something different to the, particularly on SmackDown, I think. Um, yeah, we had Ricochet. I know you mentioned it earlier as a joke, Krusty, but we got Ricochet v Shanky for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, the only thing I always took from me. this is it looks like Shanky might split from Jinder. Yeah, that was um that was what I noted as well. So after the match, Shanky walks off looking annoyed. I don't see the point in splitting them at all. Yeah, I th- I think that um, will harm both of them. If it's, yeah, if same up. same here. Jinder's not going to get anything out of it, and Shanky's certainly not going to get anything out of it, in my opinion. No. So, but I guess Ricochet's beating a, a big guy. Uh, yeah, I think I think I, it's a, I think it's a good win for Ricochet. Yeah, it was a roll up win, but. That's fine in this scenario. On a, on a, on a huge guy like On Shanky, a huge guy when he's a tiny need guy. need this. And no. He's really athletic, isn't he, Ricochet? So mm. I can buy... I don't like roll-ups, roll up, as we know here. Um, I'm not a roll-up fan, but I think when you're going to do one, this is the time to do it with a sort of nimble Ricochet mm. uh, wrestler against a hugely powerful um, wrestler sort of twice his size. So, yeah, I didn't mind it. But again, nothing... Nothing fantastic, was it? I mean, the match we saw Ricochet in at London live last week was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, so exactly. I can't wait to see more of that from Ricochet. Hopefully he gets a, like, a proper decent opponent soon for that title. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see a, a one-on-one match with, you know, Butch. I mean, yeah, Birch or, or Sheamus again, or you could do Gunter at some point. Well, Sami Zayn was um, who he faced at the pay-per-view. Yeah, like, you know, there's there's quite a few people on SmackDown you can face, but... um. They're not doing that at the moment. They're just kind of having him run through lower card guys, which is fine. You know, it builds him up as it builds his reign up. Keeps a bit. him on TV. You know what? Well, doesn't it? He's on TV and he's in title matches every week, depending on the belt. So exactly. I'm all Something. for it. I'm all for it. Brilliant. Something I we... did actually really enjoy, yeah. which I didn't 
I forgot about it, but it actually made me laugh, was Corbin having happy talk with the trophy as his guest. I, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I, I don't know why, but I just, I've never seen that done before. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> um, but then it just goes the way this always goes. Madcap um, attacked Corbin, didn't he? And, and got the upper hand over him. Yeah, he had, um, a, he had a sledgehammer, didn't he? Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, Triple H. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> um, although the way he lobbed it, I thought, "Wow, I'm glad he didn't hit him with that." Um, and then that match was officially confirmed for Backlash. So, yeah, I think it's the only match on Backlash. I mentioned it in my predictions video. It's the only match on Backlash that we haven't actually seen before. Um, I don't yeah. know if it's one people actually care about, but it's, at least it's a fresh match. Could be a good match if they actually I, go. For I it. care about it. I think I, I'm I'm into Madcap. It's so. a difficult one because Madcap's been booked very strong. Do you slow him down? I know you guys have already done your prediction videos and I'm due, but do we slow him down and give Corbin I was really a, torn on this match. A win really or do you... Yeah, it's not it easy. It depends if they want to continue this feud. I don't know where they're going to go if we don't continue it. Mm. Um, I think it's one of those I think we'll see on Friday and I think that'll make predict, predicting it maybe easier. Maybe I'll do my prediction Saturday. I, 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 no, I, I think that will make... I think I mentioned that in my predictions video. I think... We'll yeah. see what on SmackDown. See, so gets the upper hand, and we might see something. Because so at the moment, I, I, it's really hard one to call. Um, the fact Madcap got the upper hand last week, I think Corbin's going to get the beat down this week, which would generally suggest Madcap wins. Madcap wins if we're going on true WWE yeah. style. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else from SmackDown? Yeah. Uh, sorry to end SmackDown on a, on a skid mark, but here it oh, comes. No. So it's just the feud. I mean, I've mentioned it before. The New Day feud with um, Sheamus, Ridge Holland and Butch. It's been going on now for like two months. They had a match at Mania. Yeah, before Mania. It's going on about a month before that. They had like four or five matches on TV before that. Um, So Butch had two roll-up defeats in the last couple of weeks. And then here we had... Was I think it was Woods beating Ridge by roll up. Yeah, um, it was. Uh... Which I mean, Woods is. It feels like Woods' finisher is just a roll up at the moment. Um, yeah, and then okay, they kind of saved it a little bit by having um, Sheamus then go on the mic and say, oh, "I'll show you it's done." And he had a little match with Kofi, which was decent enough. And a broke um, kick and, and a win. Broke kick and one clean on Kofi, mm. which you know that's better than what they've been doing, but. Where is this feud going? What is the end goal here? There's Biggie's gone, so the six-man tag is off the table because of his injury. Like they're just going back and forth as a team, like picking up one win and another. There's roll up, it's just roll-ups mainly. Like, what is the point of this? Oh, that's what I basically wrote down on my notes. Where is this feud going? Because I don't really other than other than but the butch part of the story where he keeps running off, there's nothing else to it, really. And Butch wasn't even part of it really this week was he so no he wasn't on Smackdown no exactly so it's very strange I just don't I don't really get where it's going and it's gone on too long now yeah no I, I agree it's, it's been on a bit of a long now like I said I, I don't really see there's put this way there's no match up they can do which gets me excited for this for, for this feud so yeah they're at a, a funny point there um I think if you had a proper match between Butch and Kofi, I'd, really, I'd look forward to that. Yeah, but it's, yeah, not, it's, it's not going to be a proper match, is it, though? No, that's a shame. It, it won't be. It would just be a silly one. Um, should we move on to Raw? 
think we should. Yeah. I would love to open this up. Oh, go. go on then. So I got really excited about this opening scene. Absolute fire. So Roman's in the in the ring. Acknowledge me. <laughs> Straight out of nowhere, double RKO. Bang. That yep. that that's it. I had to rewind it. It looked incredible. Um Riddle and Orton to both Usos behind him. I just thought that was just absolutely insane. I, I loved that straight away. I was so excited. Mm. Um, I know we had a cage match open for SmackDown, but it, it didn't get me going like this did. Um, wasn't was not expecting this at all. I love the fact that the Bloodline have another team that can stand up to them and actually rather than Brock just being like this one man dominating machine, which was cool, yeah. but it's like an actual team. Um, yeah. Just, just thought this was, was great. Um, and basically we get, we, we also had Drew and Roman have like a proper face off here. Didn't we like one-to-one okay, bro backed off, which I thought was a really cool scene. Yeah. I like um, that. Really likes this. And it looks like two real powerful guys squaring off. Um, Really, really am excited for that feud to take to take place. Yeah. What did you guys think? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I kind of mentioned my thoughts on the six man tag in the SmackDown section, but just this segment was good. And it, it what I will say is I am very excited for the six man match, regardless of if, if, if they if they'd never promised us a tag team unification match, this match would be the hottest match. And maybe even it's the hottest match go building up to to um, backlash because anything Roman does, anything RK Bro do at the moment is like, yeah. if, if you're doing your list of, you know, your, what do they call it, like the superstar rankings, Roman's number one. I think RK Bro are number two in the whole company. Yeah. I think, I think they're that, that, they're that popular moment, RK Bro. So to have all of those guys in a match and then, yeah, Drew and says, yeah, this was a good segment and like I say, a good way to open up Raw, I yeah. think. Yeah, I agree. I, I really enjoyed the segment. Just seeing Roman on Raw felt like a treat as well. Like, we just don't see that. We haven't really seen that very much. So, for him to come out at the start of the show, like, felt like a big deal because we don't see them every week. And then, like you say, Drew coming out at the end and actually getting a one-on-one confrontation was really, really cool. And the RKO just looked awesome. Um, yeah. So, that, that was great. Yeah. So um, I really enjoyable segment. It was... Trying to think what something that sort of changed. Um, I noticed so we had Street Profits, um, sort of backstage talking to Ezekiel. Um, the fact that they're talking to Ezekiel and then obviously tag together against KO and Alpha Academy says to me they're staying face. Yeah, yeah. we were heavily teased a heel turn, weren't we? Mm. Um, obviously, it hadn't worked, so they've they've said, right, let's, let's keep them face. I can't say I'm too opposed to it because they're a great face team, aren't they? I, I would have quite liked to see something different from them. Yeah, I would. Or no, I think they might have said here that they are like more serious now, and I think there is a slightly different side to them, but I would have actually gone with the heel turn. And again, I think mm. this comes back to that six man match. I think if they were going to have the if their original plan was of not unified belts, they might have had profits turn heel and go against RK Bro. But now RK Bro are doing something else, and the next best team yeah. is Alpha Academy. They need profits face, so they've yeah. Changed I reckon their mind. Right. I reckon this is exactly what's happened. They probably yeah. thought they probably built them up in a in going into Mania, like teasing the heel turn because they were going to be the team facing RK Bro after Mania, and then they changed the plans to do this Tigers unification feud. 
So in the end, they just left left it with Street Profits. I reckon you're right. I reckon it's exactly what happened. Yeah. But maybe they'll turn Hill down the line. You know, the, the seeds are there, at least. Yeah, um, I, th- I think they could still turn at some point, but for now. So we got, speaking of that, we got Ezekiel and obviously um, Street Profits versus Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens. So we got um, the segment itself. KO comes in um, and uh, end up throwing a drink in Ezekiel's face, didn't he? One of the red cups. Yeah. Mm. That he's still annoyed about is um, about him lying, about being Elias. Yeah. <laughs> And the match yeah. itself was a lot of fun, I thought. It was a good six-man tag team match. Um, Dawkins and Gable had a really good, like, wrestling segment where, like, you know, proper, like, amateur wrestling style. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's both of their backgrounds. Um, there was a cool triple drop kick on Otis that sent him out of the ring. Um, and then the heel was won by Kevin Owens tripping Ezekiel behind the ref's back. And then Gable got a roll-up win, I think it was. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. So, um, Ezekiel was taking a, w- a loss already. Um, well, I don't know what you guys make of that, but it was only a roll-up, and it was heel think, tactics as well. So, I, I think it's fine. I don't think I don't think, I think someone. You, yeah, I don't think you need to be protecting Ezekiel at all. Personally. I think he's a joke role, isn't he? He's a comedy act. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with it. I just, I just wondered because I think he is getting quite popular. Does it? I don't think it damages him really. He but. is, but again, I might mention this last week. I think he has got the perfect sparring partner in Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens can make most people popular. Yeah. Like the, one of the reasons we again, Ezekiel hasn't said that much in the, his first few weeks, but it's Owens getting wound up by him claiming to be his brother, which is why people love Ezekiel. So I think mm. it's more from Kevin Owens than what Ezekiel's done. Yeah, I think if you put Ezekiel in the exact same role, but have him against, you know, I don't know, I was going to say Seamus. I, I was just thinking of the generic hill. I just don't think it works as well. So I, I, I think Kevin Owens has a lot to thank for that. Definitely. Personally. Yeah. Um, we also had AJ Styles and Damian Priest in a match. And uh, Priest would be barred from ringside if he lost for the match at Backlash. And he did indeed lose to AJ. So Priest is now um, barred from ringside. Um, I mean, it was a roll-up win again. I know. Uh, roll-up city, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, a bit too many on this show. But again. really, the talking point for this match is the aftermatch bit yeah. where Edge came down, Balor came down, helped out uh, AJ... And they too sweeted. And that, the... that reminds me of um, the poll I did. I just yes. mentioned that at the start of all. So I'm, I did a poll, as I've done a few times now, on Twitter, on our Recharge Wrestling account, um, asking what your favourite thing from more was. I left the three options as two segments we haven't spoken about yet, actually. Cody and Seth segment, the women's tag team main event, or this AJ and Finn bit. Or you could vote other. Um, but AJ and... Finn took the win here with 40% of the vote. Uh, Seth and Cody got 31, women's tag 22, and other got 6.7. So, yeah, people seem to like the too sweet. I, I, I enjoyed it. I always enjoy that. And I just, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I think we're going to see the next part of the story at, at Backlash. Yeah. And I wonder whether is it too early to turn Finn Hill? Do they, because there is some legs and get some tag matches out of these four guys. Absolutely. Yeah. No, Balor, Balor and AJ v Priest and Edge is an absolute insane tag team match. Like, let's, let's see that 
before we oh, yeah. turn Bala then then Hill. Him, yeah. and then that's what I would Bala do personally. Hill, yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if if we see Bala help Edge win on Sunday. It wouldn't surprise me. No, yeah. and I know some people have predicted that already. So mm. it could do with yeah. that. I um the fact that you guys have done your predictions, I can come out with mine now. But I I think we're gonna see Edge win here through some form of interference. And then I did, I was sort of predicting in my head that AJ was going to then face Edge in a Hell in a Cell. But you could actually have Finn versus AJ Styles at Hell in a Cell, if there's a turn, which is an incredible match. Yeah, you could. Uh, and I mean, because, so, so again, you've probably, you might have already seen my prediction video, and I'm sorry if you have, but I, I think the fact that Priest is banned from ringside I think I think to me that tells me that they are going to have someone else help Edge yeah. win. So you're thinking, oh, Priest yeah. is there, so AJ's got a chance, but then someone else, and maybe it's not even a male superstar. Maybe we, awesome we, we get Rhea Ripley or Alexa Bliss. Maybe. Oh wow! We've not yeah. seen her for a while. I just, I, it's funny you say that. I saw a um, someone like put a picture thing up of a created photo thing today with Alexa Bliss in Judgment Day. She looked yeah, she fitted in, a, yeah. in the outfit. She looked actually looked really fit yeah, well. And on the mic not she'd seen. be amazing. And yeah, that, someone we've not that. seen for a while. And I think a female member, and we don't see it a lot. We mentioned it with the bloodline and Naomi never happened. And I think incorporating a female into into a faction like this I think could be really powerful. Yeah. So I Rhea or Alexa, there are two options there they have on Raw. Either of them I would be happy with. I think I would actually pick Rhea if I was picking, personally. Because I, I think Rhea could, could do with that real dark... Yeah. We haven't seen that yet, probably, on the I main I think she's stuff. already turning, isn't she, with the makeup change? That's that's yeah. just what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, yeah right. you're right. If I was predicting, I would predict Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she makes more sense. So I think that. we may see Rhea turn, and then Rhea turns up, distracts AJ, Edge wins. And then we can still get that tag team match down the line yeah um maybe we can have a mixed tag match with Liv Morgan on the other side if you maybe. want if you want um what about the uh Miz TV again we had Miz TV with Mustafa Ali um I'm enjoying Theory and Miz together it's oh they're S- great aren't they they're, they are great together duo I like seeing Ali on TV as well um, yeah. I, guess I was a bummed that, that he lost. He lost here, but um, it was a two-on-one. It was two-on-one, so Miz, you can yeah. understand it. And and we got the Champa attack again after. Yeah. So well, I think that, that's the feud we're fo- they're focusing on with Ali. Well, that, that's a bit that confuses me because I actually think Champa feels like a real fourth wheel here. I think again for me, the feud I want to see is Ali v three. That's what I want to see. I want to see that match for the title. Actually, I'm not that fussed of Champ at what Champ is doing right now. I wonder there's, if Champ is there's nothing because he wants the title shot, and then they maybe, but it just feels like yeah, it just feels like it's Ali against three people right now, and he has no real backup, so it feels a bit yeah. I agree. Feels like an afterthought, and to back up that view, I, I, I don't know if you know, but um, he actually wrestled as a face on main event on the same night. So he know. in front of the live crowd, he's wrestling as a face on main event, and then playing a heel one more. So it just yeah. shows they're muddled with what to do with Champa, I think. Yeah, and I, I think, again, Champa could be a member in Judgment Day, but it probably won't be if he's attacking Ali here. Maybe maybe it will be, I don't know. But um, yeah, just just feels, to me, it feels like they've really wedged Champa into this slot where they don't, I don't think you need Champa in this storyline. 
in my opinion. I, I think... No, but I am... Theory and Miz against Ali is I enough. am pleased. I mentioned it last week that they seem to be finding roles for everyone at the moment. Like, they're using a lot more people. Um, and I think an Ali Champa match would be amazing if it's given time to be good. So yeah. I am invested in it in that sense. But I agree that the story really is between Theory. Champa's not given any explanation either. I don't think that helps. If Champa cut a promo and said, um, last time he, had, he cut a promo, it was a babyface. Yep. And the Ezekiel Champa, yeah, uh, Kevin yeah. Owens thing. So I think we need an explanation of why he's attacking Ali. I think that would help um, investment in it, to be honest. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, definitely. Um, other stuff from Raw, we had... Okay, I don't have much on this, so maybe you can take it away, Krusty or Fisher. We had Seth Rollins' Appreciation Night. Which was yeah, I love that he did crashed that. by Cody. Um, because obviously we had Randy Orton appreciation night last week. So Seth was like, I deserve one. Um, <laughs> and sort of he's gold, isn't laid into Randy oh, Orton. So good, that bit yeah. was that bit that the whole point of the uh, promo was was great. Yeah, it was. But we had Cody come down again. This is another match that's coming up at Backlash, and I think a quite e- I know we've seen it before, but it still feels fresh to me, Cody and Seth. Yeah, I've got no problem with them having. I've got no problem with this going three matches if they want to do that, which I think they will. Um, Yeah, I've got no problem with that at all. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think they've even like got cut too far beneath the surface surface of where they can go with this feud yet. I feel like they've started to up the ante with Seth mentioning Dusty a bit here, getting a bit more personal. But I feel like it's not got that bad yet. I feel like this has got layers to go yeah we saw with Seth I compare it to the Seth and Edge feud last year because it feels similar in terms of like the pattern of how it's going but we had like Seth going to I was going to say we had Seth and, going around to see Brandy and drinking you could get, or something. I don't think we're going to yeah. get you know we're probably not going to get that but I, I go think and there's steal loads the dog. more there's loads more stuff I think we can we can go to with Seth and Cody yet that they haven't gone to and I and I think that's what keeps it interesting Um so yeah I, I like this this promo here they had a Good it's also brilliant to see a very popular heel. I, I yeah. love the fact that Seth still gets chance, like his music just gets chanted to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Seth, Seth's impossible not not to like. I think I can't imagine no not no anyone like this like in Seth Rollins. He's just too oh, good. People do, but yeah, no, no, I know people do. But I'm I just, sure I, I, I just, I just can't like somebody. It's mainly not yeah. WWE fans. Though. I think WWE fans love him. Yeah, I just oh, that doesn't he's... count. You can't not watch him so and good. dislike yeah. him. That's that's strange. Um. um, so got a question for you guys. Do you reckon we'll ever see Cedric Alexander not involved with the Hurt Business somewhere <laughs> along the line? Because he was backstage of MVP. Now he's uh, fighting Lashley. I feel like I only ever see Cedric Alexander on TV when he's fighting Lashley or talking to MVP or involved with those two in some way. Cedric Alexander. It's funny because they broke up the Hurt Business, but it's like they can't let go of the Hurt Business at the same well, time. Do you remember that time when they brought them back for a little bit? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's been an absolute... But what I did like is they at least had some build-up to this match. So Cedric backstage with um, MVP, and he was like, oh, yeah, the problem was uh, Bobby and Shelton, wasn't it? You know, me and you are always good. I did like that. I did like and that. Like, yeah, I don't know where Shelton was, but yeah. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't really I mean, yeah, Shelton is, you know... Very low down the card. I suppose he's not in the 24-7 title picture, Shelton Benjamin. Maybe that's to come. Maybe that's his next spot on the card. But they do need to shake that up. 
So I, I mean, think... we'll, we'll, we'll probably see Shelton v Bobby Lashley next week. It'll probably happen. The same thing happen again. It, it probably will. Or Shelton v Omos saying Shelton will take Lashley's side or something. We'll see something like that next week, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I just thought this was good. And, and again, a nice way. Just we, I always like to see Lashley destroy people. Just that spear nearly cut Cedric in half. And and Cedric sells it brilliantly. Yeah, Cedric is a good wrestler, Cedric, isn't he? Again, Cedric is someone they should be using more on TV because he can sell like mad. Oh, and and he's bloody good. I'd love to see them um, put Cedric over on SmackDown and have him as a solo run, and you could do Cedric v Ricochet. Oh, can you imagine how good that would Cedric be? v Ricochet would be mad but the oh, they've had ma- I remember they had matches on like main event before when Ricochet was on Raw yeah. and apparently they were having like five star matches almost on main event yeah, like that surprised me at all. <laughs> yeah. and like I and then they keep going back and forth Cedric. on Twitter like we've got to do this again yeah. um, Cedric on 205 Live was a, when it was actually when 205 Live was actually proper <laughs> they, yeah they actually no, he was we had the were, you know his, his match he had matches with Ali his matches with um Buddy Murphy, I believe he has as well. But I, I so yeah. I think I think we're saying he can I, talk as well. It's not like he, can't he can. I, I say I actually thought he was good here in his back. I thought this was a good match for Cedric Alexander. And I think you you make a good point because I just think you need to you need to get him away from the hurt business. Just get him away from Lashley, away from MVP, mm. move him to SmackDown and let him let him go on his own because I think he can do it. I, I I don't see why he can't do what, what Ricochet's doing on SmackDown. I, oh, you're right. I, I think it's of a similar level to Ricochet, so I think, I think he is. He's um, actually probably got more charisma than Ricochet as well, in, in on the mic and stuff. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, Ricochet is so, um, much on the mic. No, but it is enjoyable. I, I was, I was cool to see her a lot too. And it's yeah, good it's to see Bobby. Rare, yeah, it? just destroy. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see Lashley. I just like seeing Lashley destroy people as well. It, it really is uh, big so, Lashley fan right now. Let's move on to something else. Yes, yeah, shall I move on to the main event and my top was, mark of the night? You or... can if you want. I was gonna, unless you want to save that to the end of Raw. It's up to you. Well, 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 yeah, go on. Well, well, Max Fisher's got, got some cheeky more. Well, I think uh, we don't like talking about the twenty four seven title much, but I think there's some no, worthy, okay. notable stuff in this because yeah. obviously, first of all, we had a new champion, um, but it's the aftermath is what I'm interested in here. So we got because um, there was oh, a yeah. return on this show as well. So we had. De- um, Nikki, there's a little video thing where Nikki won the title off of um, Dana. Dana Brooke. They have a rematch on Raw. Pointless little match. Dana Brooke pins Nikki ASH clean. And I was just like, oh my God. Like she was former women's champion last year. She was pinned by Dana Brooke for the 24-7 title. Then he had a cool little, I, I enjoyed the little segment with Ricochet and Reggie talking about um, him being his lawyer. I, I enjoyed that. It was quite funny. Our truth is still good um, at what he does. But what I found interesting was on the back of this, because I was thinking, where does Nikki go from that? Um, but she looks, it was after it was involved in this segment with Rick Shea and uh, Reggie. She looks upset about her. Oh, loss, true from Reggie. Then, sorry, yeah. Did I say Ricochet? You said Ricochet, yeah. I don't know. Because we were ricochet. just talking about Ricochet. Sorry, no. Ricochet, you're not 24 7. Ricochet title. suddenly in 24 7. That'd be a demotion. I think he was chasing around at one point. He, was. he probably, he probably was. He's got away from that, luckily. Um, but yes, Dewdrop comes in. And it's like, are you ready to get serious? So I've, we predicted this tag team a little bit in the past. Yeah. Um, but it looks like we're going to get a Dickie. A Dickie? <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, a dude Nikki, a dewdrop tag team. Yeah. Um, which I'm all for, because they need more tag teams. And maybe I think they'll call them be, Dickie. But maybe, maybe I, they'll and be I, Dickie. I think her suggesting she gets more serious, maybe she either drops the gimmick completely or we're going to see a more serious version of Nikki. Um, yeah, which I'm all for. Let's see. I reckon 
get do drop and Nikki as a proper heel team, make them a proper team. They seem to work together. I think we mentioned in the build up to Mania that they could be involved in the title feud. Yeah. They never were. And I, I think, yeah, this um, is they, they could be a good feud after Sasha and Naomi are done with um Shane and Natalia. Shane and Natalia, you can have them face um Nikki and Doudrop. Why not? I think that's a good tag team to have them face. And and Nikki Nikki is um on Twitter now saying she's only only going to refer to herself or be respond to people if they call her Grand Slam Nikki because she's the first woman to win the Raw Women's title, the tag team title, and the 24-7 title. As if you know, as if adding, winning the 24-7 title adds to that. It probably takes away if anything. Yeah. But it's a funny little thing from her to say. Yeah, it's, it's cool she's won so much gold, isn't it? Fair play to her. Yeah. Um I guess. Okay, so I'm gonna go on to my top mark, Alice. You've got any more little segments in the woodwork there. No, that was I just thought that was worth mentioning because of Dewdrop returning more yeah. than anything. No, I'm, no, I'm interested to see where that goes. It was I don't really care about the 24-7 title, just the rest the the Nikki Dewdrop tag team I think could be good. So my top mark is from the main event of Raw and we had a lovely six woman tag match. Uh Bianca, Liv and Asuka v Becky, Rhea and Sonya. And if there's one thing this match shows, it's how strong the women's division is on, on yeah. Raw. But it was just mentioned Nikki and Dude. Do you know what? I felt like, yeah, it really showed. I, I noted this down that it really showed there's like tears within the women's division that we don't normally get. So you've got six there that are like your main event or top mid card, maybe in Sonny Deville and Liv Morgan's case, you could argue. But six mm. legitimately top women, which is great for one. You don't get that very often. But then you also had. Nikki and Dana fight for the 24-7 title. You had Dewdrop on the show. You had, um, obviously, you've got Tamina on the 24-7 title, lower card as well. You've also got Zelina Vega and Carmella, who weren't there this week. Alexa Bliss to come back in. It did show the depth of Raw's women division, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you mentioned... um... Liv being up in mid card, maybe, but she's the one who got the pinfall in this. I was, match, I was shocked by that. I thought she was taking it, which taking is great. The I mean, it was an oblivion uh, to Sonya. When she gets going. She's incredible in ring. Yeah, she no, is great. She is. She's, I feel like she's got better and better and better. When she was in the Riot Squad, honestly, I thought she was maybe the third best member of the Riot Squad in ring. Oh, I disagree. I always thought she was amazing. Um, at the start, that. by the end of it, she might have been. <laughs> <laughs> up, you know, top or middle, but at the start of it, I didn't think she was that good. But yeah. by now, she is like really. I feel like she's improved so much. I loved the, the move where um, I, I don't know that what Oscar calls it, but she like bummed Sonya off the rope. Where she, oh, that like, was amazing! Spot. A running bum. Oh yeah, and she does a running bum. A running bum. Yeah, running bum off the rope and Liv caught a mid. That was great. Code breaker. That was yeah. mad. That it was a great spot. Everything about that was spot on from all three of them involved. Yeah, amazing. It's so how great is it to see Asuka back as well? She's back. I think that was what made the great match. Full flow, she's back. I needed that break. She never left. Now now I needed the break because now I actually like seeing her. I think you're right. I think we all needed that break from Asuka and I think she's come back fully revitalised and she's just come back on on full, on, on, on top form, I think. She just looks great. And we have like, again, maybe, to honest you, probably the, the people... Like Belair is actually not a central figure in this match because we've got Asuka, Becky Freed, we've got Liv and Rhea, and then you got Bianca and Sonya, which is probably the third biggest feud out of three. Just, um, I mean, is, is it even a feud? We don't, you know, nice to see I can't Sonya wait till we get, again. I can't wait till we get Bianca versus Rhea, which is, I think, it'll be like the big match over SummerSlam Ooh. or something like that. Yep, 
that would be very, very I think that's nice. what we're going to build to, because I think Rhea will be on a trajectory where she wins a lot of matches. Maybe she don't joins Judgment Day or whatever. Yeah. Um, but and I then think, I think Bianca will obviously be kept really strong. And then you can have the two of them face off in a few months' time. Yeah. I think just last point on this, I think my um I, I think this shows that they haven't forgotten about Liv Morgan yet. They haven't just oh yeah, she had a title run and now we'll put it back to the mid card. I yeah, think she, I was a bit worried about that when she yeah, especially she still thought about when they broke the team up early mm. and you know that Rio is gonna be the one they're pushing out the two. Mm. Um but yeah, it was um it's really good. And like yeah, the, the finish really. was quite cool. So Sonia tried to cheat, didn't she? Um legs up for the right for the pin. Bianca stopped it and then she hit the oblivion on because she was by the ropes. So yeah. Becky did some great stuff here, trying to avoid Asuka at the start of the match. Um eventually she did. I think I think they had a little bit of a interaction. Yeah. But it was, it was a really good six-woman tag main event, wasn't it? Given time as well. Yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Uh she got on to NXT then. Yeah, I can start Spring if you want to go. Yeah, spring breaking, weird name for show. If you want to go back to back top marks to keep the positive positivity, we can do that. Oh hell yeah, in. hell yeah, top marks. So I'm going to, you know, it's not often I get a top mark from NXT, but I really oh. enjoyed the opener um, yep. this week, which was the NXT North American Championship. I think it, it's three of the gems. I enjoyed the opener before the opener. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll just have to give that oh, a little yeah. mention. Surely, <laughs> go on. Pretty, you can pretty deadly. It's pretty deadly. You just like got a, a camera shot of someone's behind in some like hot pants, <laughs> and then it was pretty deadly. Like, yeah, these boy. guys, yeah, <laughs> well these fun. guys are just funny, aren't they? They we are good. NXT UK, but I hope I hope they're getting across with the NXT fans because they I'm suit NXT two point as well. Yeah, they actually do. Oh, so hilarious! Um, sorry, I just had to interrupt because the. <laughs> No, it's, it's fair enough. I didn't want to met, um, forget about that, actually. It was that can have an honorary top mark. Mm. But yes, Nearly the match itself. Mark, no three of the top... <laughs> three of the top in-ring um, performers in, in NXT right now. Um, Carmelo Hazel, I think, is probably right amongst those in the top two or three wrestlers in NXT in-ring. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, Cameron Grimes has been very good for a long time. And Solo Sokoa, who is getting really over as well. Mm. Um, so they had a really strong triple threat match. Um, started with Solo and Grimes sort of teaming up on Carmelo two on one. Um, Carmelo was doing some really good stuff flying around the ring. Um, it was a really good uh spinning Uranagi, I think it was from Solo. And Grimes broke up at two, but it was a really fast paced match. There was a poison runner at one point. Um, and then the finish was um, so Solo got. Um, Carmelo up I think and then he hit a cave in from the top rope yeah into a Samoan um, drop yeah yeah into a Samoan drop and then pinned Solo really cool finish as well yeah I just thought this match was a lot of fun it was I think the just on I think the cave-ins maybe one of my favourite finishes I love that move as well it's cool so good and it can come like from out of nowhere can't it you just cave in someone yeah I think it's, it's the variety of ways he can hit it helps it as well this yeah. was a great finish. It was just sort of out of nowhere, wasn't it? It was like, where is um, where is Grimes? Oh wait, there he is. Um, like, I knew this. I knew this match was going to be really good. Like the main event was the NXT title match, and we'll get to it later. Like that was okay, but I knew this match would be 
better. I can see these was. guys being the future. It would not surprise yeah. me if we see at least two out of three, if not all three, at pay-per-views in the next three years. That it really Carmelo should me. be like... Oh, Carmelo's got amazing. to be a champion. And I, I think so, in my so opinion, Carmelo's the best guy in NXT... I, I think he's better than Braun Breaker. I think Carmelo Hayes is oh, is, I agree. is, I agree. is number one. I think yeah. he's 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 the star. And you said about the NXT title. I think in my opinion, this match on star quality, on in ring performance, oh, on, on, on on is just trumps the NXT title. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it should have been the main event. Really, I honestly think it could have been trumped the show. I think a show yes. opener sometimes can be as important as a main event. That is true. That it is, is and we might as well go on to the NXT title. I suppose the NXT title should be because it's the NXT title, but it probably should. And there was a storyline here, but we had Bron Breaker who was wearing an interesting outfit, which I think is his dad's from yeah, back in the day. I think so. Um, again, went over my head, but I heard about it afterwards. But quite, quite cool. Um, and he got his win over Joe Gacy. Um, but which is what we expected. But maybe what's interesting here is we got some a funny hooded figure in the crowd at one point. And then at the end, the show closes with two hooded figures in red masks appearing on the apron and then the camera coming off. So what's happening here? I mean, are, they, are these just Joe Gacy's goons? I think they're going to be someone who they're going to align him with now. And the fact they've got rid of Harland, I think they want to give him to... To, I don't know what you call them, goons. Goons, um, yeah, the goons. They uh, seem to like NXT. Seems to make like making little factions, don't they? Yeah, the Tony, the even Tony D's guys like backup guys now. Yeah, yeah. It'd be you interesting know. to see who they bring in. They're probably people who haven't quite got over, and then they're going to put them in that role. To I'm, to think I'm not against it. Be. I think they're going to be new people we've not seen before. Josh guys. Briggs and Brooks Jensen. I did think about that. <laughs> Nah, it's so going to be. I reckon there'll be new people. Do the other two: e- Idris and Ofe and Money Ooh, Blade. What about? Um, well, they're not called it now, but Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah, that would that would make me interested. That's actually not a terrible strategy because they did say we're not Grizzled Young Veterans, so they didn't yeah. they? they said we're going to be different. And they haven't so. been around. They've not been yeah, on TV. That's so. not a bad shout. There we go. Right, cheeky pre- extra press point. If that's right. Yeah. Do you know what? If you're right, that's amazing. And. To be honest, that would make me interested because I've been down yeah, yeah. this dude. I don't like all this. It would be funny stuff though, all this it. dark stuff, and then suddenly <laughs> it's just <laughs> Liverpool's number one. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure they changed, they would change, change it up their I'm character, sure. but it yeah. would be funny. Yeah. One thing yeah, I will say is, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm critical, of, critical of the um, the Joe Gacy gimmick, but when he gets in ring, I actually think he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like his in-ring style. He did a cool um, little thing on the outside where he sort of got launched by Breaker and towards the ring, but then he like swung off the bottom rope. Yes, and went into a lariat, which was really cool. Mm. Um, one thing I have noticed, which I know, I think, I think Keeney may have mentioned this before. It's as if Jay Gacy, Joe Gacy, wants to be the new Bray White. Yeah, oh, he, I hated, he, he, he even did I that thing in the corner, didn't he? He was upside that. down. Yeah. Like, basically, and then he went into a, to make it even worse, he did. He then did the Uranagi, which is exactly what Bray White used to yeah, do. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. I was like, come on. So Joe Gacy, he is, he's a cross. I saw this online, so I'm not going to take, take credit for this. He is just, 
He's like, if, if Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt had a child, that's it's Joe Gacy. <laughs> that is what he is. Are he's... you saying he's like Kevin Owens just because he's a bit larger? No, but I, I, I think I, I think his wrestling style is a bit Kevin Owensy a bit, and his character's a bit Bray Wyatt-y, and he's incorporating a bit of both, I think. To me, he just, he just reminds me of both of them. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. And a yeah. bit of Corey I get Graves, where because from. he does this all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> more more so. His gimmick though, it's just too much to close to brave for my liking, and I I like. I think that's why it's grating on me so much. The upside down thing. The upside down the, thing legit yeah. pissed me off. I, I was mean, like, what I mean, is let, this? Let, let let's hope then then they're not trying to push Joe Gacy to be the next Bray Wyatt. Like, oh, we released Bray Wyatt in the Finch. Let's we'll just Maybe create a new Bray one in NXT. The people in the masks. Yeah, yeah, Bray and the Fiend. Bray and Braun. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have known if that was Braun Strowman. Um, so for me, the best match on the card, I know Fisher said about the open, and that was amazing, but I thought the Creed Brothers and the Viking Raiders had some tag team match here. Yeah, that was a banger as well. So good. And it's again, we said that we talk about it a lot, these guys coming down from the main roster to NXT. This mm-hmm. is why, because we just reminded of how good yeah. the Viking Raiders can be, because mm-hmm. we have not seen that for two to three years on the main roster, because they've just not done anything. And Creed Brothers went over as well. So it's perfect little come down. They've had a couple of matches, Viking Raiders. They've, and now they've just put over the top tag team on NXT. It It was spicy, wasn't it? um, it? It was great to see how much power these Creed Brothers have because they were throwing the Viking Raiders round and they are big boys. Yeah, Yeah, they are big boys. Yeah. There was some real big hits early on. I mean, straight away you had. um, the Viking experience, yeah, hit kick out like, the first minute or so. I, I thought I'd won for a second. <laughs> I went and squashed him in like seconds. Down and like, destroy him. Wow. I mean, I they mean, would have done that back when they were on NXT. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess the only kind of slight sour note on this match as a match was Roderick Strong uh, grabbed yeah. one of their legs towards the end, and that's what resulted I, in the finish. I did like though that afterwards the Creed brothers were not happy at all with Ronnie. Yeah, like that. And, uh, so, I, and it adds to the story with Diamond Mine. Yeah, and we know Roderick Strong is asked for the lease. Well, actually, so I wonder this could, could be this a way be? Out. Uh, yeah, could this be a way to to get him out of get him out off TV? Creed brothers get on him, beat him up, potentially, and then he, they say, okay, you can go now. That's we've, a good idea because he's we've quite an important character. To just get rid of him would be a bit odd. Yeah. I mean, it was weird for Bivens to go, but I guess if he was that desperate, then. Um... Mm. But I like that the Creed brothers, because the Creed brothers should be annoyed that Strong did that. I like that as a character trait for them, because yeah, they don't yeah. need to cheat to win. They're good no, enough they're to win on their awesome, own. So they should be, you know, I really like that. And the match was a banger. Like you say, four four big guys just chucking each other about. It, it was a massive who, who splash to the big outside guys as well. by yeah. Ivar, which was mad. We don't seem yeah. to do any of that on the main roster. Yeah, well, again, it's, their matches usually, you know, two to three minutes long. They don't get time to to show what they can do. No. Um, so this reminded me, I said about it at the top of the show, we should mention it later on. We also had a backstage segment with Indy Hartwell and Drew Hudson, where Indy's looking at her... Uh, 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 yeah. at her ring as if to say she misses Dexter and then Duke walks in and they look at each other as if they're about to kiss. Like, oh, no, you know, what are we doing? And then they walk off. So it was a small segment, probably will go nowhere but i just like that they acknowledge i thought it was a good set i actually thought it was a really good little segment that they acknowledged it for a start with also that duke just like was like why not yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um uh, yeah and it was like serious yeah Um, so they 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 were able to acknowledge it without having to mention anything and i just i just thought thought it's a nice little again it's like a 30 second a minute long 
clip backstage, but I, I just, I was happy it was there. Mm. Yeah, same. Um, we're, I mean, actually, Krusty, I'll probably come to you now because you were, you were mentioning him last week. Nathan Fraser had his NXT debut. This was good. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really rate Waller anyway. Um, and Nathan Fraser, it's like been thrown in at the deep end, which I think is pretty, pretty cool for him. So he's definitely on the way up. Great fast paced match uh, straight away. Uh, just like last week, the way Frazier runs around and jumps out of the ring is just incredible. Um, and it's really played off well with Waller playing his character. I love the lunges he does. And the f- he was using it as an offensive move. He was lunging on top of Frazier, which is just mm. such an annoying move. But yeah. So clever. I love the He's... fact he did the Rollins stomp mocking Seth as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice details, isn't it? That people like us really appreciate. Yeah. Um, well, I think they mentioned in commentary, didn't they, that he was the Seth trainer? Oh, they've, they've mentioned yeah. it like yeah. every week that he's been there. They've mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. It's a good accolade. He's only been there two weeks, Fisher. It's only a second week. Yeah. Yeah, it always makes yeah. it. Yeah. No, third. Because they mentioned it, it on the first week when they said he was coming. Yeah. Then okay. they mentioned it when okay. he was there. Then, okay. yeah. Even in NXT, they did it. Oh, Fisher's known about <laughs> it since Seth met him. So uh, honestly, in NXT, the contracts on. they used to say it every other week in NXT UK as well. So. No, yeah. well, can you blame him? I mean, Seth's no. such a legend, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, they did. They, yeah, but it was it was a great match, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Waller did was when he like got the beach ball because that's such a play for crowds. They're like, oh mm. yeah, throw the beach ball, and then he ripped it. <laughs> and they, they booed him like crazy. He's, he's really good in ring deal. as well, Waller. Yeah, oh, he yeah. is. He's brilliant. He is good. He's really good. Fantastic. I really like him. And yeah, he's Fraser is a star. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fraser got the win here, and we ha- well, I think. We're, we're, we're moving towards Waller feuding with Andre Chase by the looks of it. He seemed to yeah. be having yeah, words he, with Andre Chase. He, blew the, he did his horn. Someone used the fog horn. Off. He <laughs> fell off the rope. Yeah. yeah, he fogged on and he fell off the rope and that allowed Fraser to do his little spinning. I don't move. mind that because it's nice to see Fraser getting the win, but Waller, to have him lose clean when he's just literally torn apart loads of people, hasn't he? He's won clean in a lot of matches recently. Mm. Yeah. Um, so... Shoulders come. One, one thing I will say about Fraser, he did a little promo before and he's really awkward. I find him awkward on the on the mic. Um, that is yeah. one thing. Yeah, he isn't so, that say, he, I think he, his, he could do a little bit of a work there, but he's, a, he's still very sort of new. Um, and his but wrestling, he's not been like, on the stage his wrestling like can do the talking. All, no. And if his wrestling can do his talking for him anyway, then. Most I think he'll be fine, but I just I did notice that he was a little bit awkward on his on his interview. I thought his wrestling is incredible. I just hope he doesn't injure himself because he's that. It's like a Darby Allen, isn't he? He throws himself into everything. Yeah, mm. his his finisher as well. I don't know what it's called, but it, I I just put mad flip thing. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it's it's like doesn't it sort of defies physics the way he manages to hit that. Um, yeah, awesome match. It's called a Phoenix Splash. Phoenix Splash, thank you. I thought for that was what did you, you did. You it, just Google that. Sure. Uh, no, I have the um, the website up, so I just looked. I, I just See, looked, I just, I just, I just looked at the match description. Prepared here, at, uh, Phoenix Splash Richard Wrestling. Yeah, everyone so, bar me by the looks of it. I've got you. <laughs> so we had a business meeting between Santos Escobar's crew, uh, Legado yep. del Fantasma, and Tony D'Angelo. What did you make of this segment? So I thought. They were basically joining forces at one point. I thought, I thought God, yeah. are, we, are we getting some massive faction? Here? I knew that they would get an AW not style. Do that, uh, but I, I really enjoyed this. I like the setting. I like 
I think Santos is a really good talker. I think Tony does a really good job as well. I'm glad that they did most of the, the work here and the others just kind of stood around the table. Um, I thought this was really good. I enjoyed this. Yeah, but then we got Santos Escobar and Legado. The only, the only thing abducting. is, uh, how many, I mean, how many times has kidnapping got to happen in the NXT car park before the police are called? Like, <laughs> serious security out there. Don't they? What is going, how many times has that happened? Probably like 20 times over the last few years. I think half of them have been Legado as well. But um, I'm surprised yeah. they've not been arrested yet. Yeah. All this kidnapping. Um, that bit I wasn't as keen on, but the, the actual business meeting thing itself I thought was really cool. And I really like this kind of faction warfare that between two, like they feel kind of on the same level, if you know what I mean. Like neither of them are particularly face. Um, neither of them are like really heel. Well, Tony's really heel, but yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's mm. strange, isn't it? it? You'd think he's heel, but then Ricardo was. Es- Escobar and that were, were heels, but they don't feel like it. But yeah. It's not like proper baby faces versus proper heels. It feels like two gangs going at it, which I like. Yeah, it's cool. I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I, th- I think it is cool. And I think it's quite, I think it just fits both characters, doesn't it? To have this like, Power you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a perfect, you know. F- yeah, it's, it's like two big gangs going for power. I like it. Yeah, all for it. But like I said, there is, it really is two, two heels. Although I I do I again you might have said it when you go fish but I I really want to see Legado turn face I'm ready for it yeah I think they're really I, I would you say that and they and, and then they abduct someone so, so maybe not but um so we had a tag title uh tag not tag title tag match didn't we um yes Cora Jade Nikita Lyons <coughs> versus Natty and Cora Jade no not Cora Jade Lash Legend um, yeah that's it Lash Legend um. So something I was, I, I can't help but watch Cora Jade now when she's in the ring because I've been that critical in the past. Yeah, she's definitely getting better. You can see that she's been working with Natalia, um, and people backstage, which is really good to see because I think her character is great and someone that people will love. She's got a really great look as well, which is just really cool. Mm. Um, I think she's still a little bit green in ring, but she's definitely getting there. Um. I think Natty's really working her magic um, in this overall. Um, what did you guys think of it? I thought it was okay. Um, I've said before, I think Lash looks really raw when she gets into the ring. I think she looks really, like, really green. Like, she's not, she definitely needs some work. Um, but, you know, it's... I think the purpose NXT. of this is that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It, Natty trained these three new superstars, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what was interesting here as well, she had a sort of miscommunication between Natalia and Lash Legend. Um, yeah. It kind of cost Lash here. I think Nikita's looked all right. I think she's, they, they really like her. I think that's clear to see. Oh, it's because she's um, so popular, though. Yeah. Um, so I think popular. her and Cora Jade are, are like are looking pretty good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad they, they get a win here with a, a little double move thing they yeah. did Nikita went for her kind of weird pin thing she did what I find was weird and then she got off her so a, a um, split legged splash followed by a, a top bit weird, rope senton Akini's got his yeah I was going to say you thought there's no way this is his nose gone first. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Excalibur I am although, <laughs> although you can see in his glasses he's reading yeah you can <laughs> probably reading see something. reflection <laughs> if you lean in we'll be able to read it ourselves just backwards <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, no, it was interesting. I, I, it's, it's almost like they wanted Cora to get the pin, because um, otherwise you'd have you'd have done the sent on first and then had Nikita pin with her finisher. But um, yeah, yeah, it was in, it was enjoyable enough. Yeah, I did, think we had one more. Yeah, sort well, of thing. I've got something else. Might be the same thing for sure. But did you find the Toxic Attractions Day at the yeah. Beach enjoyable? It was ruined by Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. Uh, So they started off with Mandy um, getting a tan, and I guess Wendy Chu turned up. She turned up the volume, and then she come out red. Yeah, come out red Um, again. I don't think it was that bad, but yeah, she 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 was devastated by it. But then Gigi and um, JC went to the beach without her, and um, they sold their car. I think sold their keys and sold their car. Um, it's just a bit. So it was bad. Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, Roxanne so. Perez. But what I did like is Roxanne Perez being like, "Should I be training for the uh, tournament coming up?" I didn't realize she was in that. By the way, I think she's a hundred percent winning it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. all the names. Like, yeah. there's all these. Although, you know, maybe she won't because Toxic Attraction will cost her, and they'll, is, they'll, set, they'll, they'll set up a tag team. I think they set up a tag team title match. I think is what yeah. they're doing here. Yeah, maybe, maybe they, she won't. Because doesn't the winner get a title shot on Mandy? I think so. So it'll be interesting to see who wins that. Fallon Henley's in it. She might win. And um, Tatum Paxley as well. Yeah. They so were there, are some, no, the there are some people we've seen on TV in there. Uh, it's not all yeah. like complete well, newcomers. Maybe it'll be fine because last time we had a men's breakout tournament, we had some real stars in there. Um, yeah, Joe jo- 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 Gacy was one, but, you know, we had... Uh, Carmelo Hayes won it, didn't he? Carmelo Hayes won it last, the yeah. men's one. So had some really good ones. Yeah, the main stars on the men's side. So, yeah, hopefully we get some good good stars from there. And that's all I had from NXT. Don't know about you guys. Um, I think so. I will just double check. Yeah, that was it from me. I think we've pretty much gone through every single I think we've covered every segment. Yeah. It, was a, it was a special, so we, we had to really cover most of it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think all the matches were worthwhile. Yeah, it was, a, it was quite a big show for them this week. Quite a quite decent as well yeah yeah no i enjoyed that should we move so, on to a dub a dub a dub um well, should we start at the start rampage? rampage should we oh yeah of course i forgot of about course rampage, it's nice by ready. the way this is the first like proper aw section we've had in like three weeks so it's nice to have a <laughs> oh here he goes he can't, no, he can't wave a stab the knife in can he no, because last week I had to do a, a special the next day, and then the week Fish before is AW correspondent. I did it on my own. Yes, yeah, yeah. Should, should we own. leave Krusty? It's just Fisher. Yeah. No, no, please. I want to hear about your guys' opinions <laughs> on it. Um. So, what did we get on Rampage? Um. Darby Allen v Swerve. Yep, Darby Allen and Swerve. Which that was a qualifier, match. wasn't it? Which was one um, due to Ricky Starks. Yeah. At one point, I did mention. I uh, did mention. I did pick out from this was a mad suplex to the outside off the apron that oh yeah painful um i got that on my notes as cool, well but maybe unnecessarily savage yeah but um, it's darby allen yeah you can say about him every week <laughs> literally yeah. every match he has yeah, absolutely mad that man um he's a madman so yeah but yeah a roll-up <laughs> win we love a roll-up win um mm. but it, it was an, it was a distraction yeah it? distraction from... finish from Ricky Starks. Um, I did wonder what they were going to do here because it's like, neither men really could do a def- proper defeat here because Darby Allen very rarely loses. So I gathered he was winning, but I was like, Swerve, you don't want him to get beaten clean here, really. He's fairly, fairly new to the roster. Yeah. But I was like, I think there was a little moment after where like 
Darby's like, I didn't know, and yeah, it was, yeah, uh, yeah, that that was um, that it, was did, fair it did kind of clear it up a bit at the end. Um, yeah, we also got Hook and Danhausen. Oh, I love this, this bit. It was so good. They oh. were chanting. The crowd were chanting Hookhausen. Oh, that's how into Hookhausen. Yeah. It's almost as good as Crusthausen. Um, <laughs> Really, I, I got excited for this bit. And Dan Danhausen, I just can't get enough of him at the moment. I might change my mind. He, he might have an orange cat. He is funny. Yeah. But just the fact he was there and he was like, uh, maybe it's ex- sorry for my bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's extreme to do this this week. Let's do this next week. <laughs> and he takes the face of him. And then he just starts cursing everyone because Tony Nice comes out, doesn't he? And Tony Nice. Go away. Tony Nese is like the perfect brilliant. opposite, like yeah. straight man. Absolutely like, no character yeah, at all. He's, just... the, he's the perfect opposite character. Yeah. Um, to come out here and Hook helps Danhausen with the curse, but then shoves him away. But a crowd of chanting Hookhausen. We're getting Hook, we're getting him. Yeah, team. I, I think we're we getting a tag team. team. Yeah. This is so team. random. I never ever thought this was coming, but I love no. it and I want more of Hook. I love it. That it was great, I must say. I really yeah. enjoyed that. I did. Um, Two, and uh, we had the main event. We had Samoa Joe and Trent Beretta for the Ring of Honor World TV title. This won't be the last time they uh headline an AW show for Ring of Honor title match this week. Uh, but we had this match here, uh, Samoa Joe retaining. Um, the, in, uh, in, the I think a good match for me was the promo, um, before Joe just spitting absolute fire, um. Like we know we can do. It got it whenever Joe gets that mic, it's just magic. Yep. Um I'm not sure what you thought about it, Keeney, because he, he threatened to kill him basically. It, Joe threatened to kill Trent. And I know you don't like a murder uh threat in a wrestling I don't like I, I I I watch I watch Peaky Blinders and Kill and Eve my murders. I don't watch wrestling for it. <laughs> but what about Samoa Joe? Yeah, threatening. but, yeah, but <laughs> oh, yeah, Samoa Joe, I believe you could. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like a bit too I feel much. like yeah, everything Smojo says, I believe. So yeah, I'm 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 not against Smojo. And he did put someone. Trent to sleep. He did, and we knew he would. And I thought this was a good match. Um, again, we also, we also got um, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh coming out at the end, which which happens every Smojo match. Yeah, um, I mean we're going to get Jay Don't Lethal fight. v v Samoa Joe. That's, that's, That'd that's be a good team. match. It'll probably be at. Um, do you think it might be? They might do a double or nothing. Maybe. <laughs> Is it big enough? Title on... With Samoa Joe, very... it's Samoa big. Joe, so they could. Oh, I think they could put it quite early on in the card. Yeah, maybe. And maybe. it's such a long. I mean, show, it's definitely big it? enough. They, they like a five there. hour. They put like twelve matches on the card. Remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> I, reckon it, I reckon it's definitely big enough. Sean Housen over there. Um, where have my arms gone? <laughs> I cursed you. Yeah, you know, I've lost my arms. Um, where have they gone? <laughs> I I, Podcast, this is going to be well. I'm having st- a rave still, as well have, with, with got... the light in there. It's like. I uh, know. Well, the light, I need to turn the light on. So, you guys talk about dynamite. I'm going to go turn the light on. Okay. Sounds good. Um, um, so should we start with this um, Bobby Fish Jeff Hardy match that opened the show? Yeah, definitely go ahead, Fish. So this was a qualifier um, as well. Um, Adam Cole and Carlo Riley had already <laughs> qualified from the undisputed elite from this tournament as well. So it was interesting. But I did think it was quite obvious that Jeff Hardy was going to win. Um, the match wasn't great. It was okay. Um, 
But Jeff, bot- there was a botch in this match from Jeff where he missed uh, him completely. Surprise, surprise. Um, and then he, he he went. I just felt it was like leading to a shot fired moment. there. And then he hit a swan. Oh, I, I've mentioned a few times Jeff Hardy isn't the most. Uh... He's not the smoothest. Not yeah, connect, smooth, smooth as well. He's, he isn't the smoothest wrestler in the world, is he? Um, but he won with a Swanton Bob, which, I, like I said, I thought was obvious really before the match. It was okay. I, d- I don't really have a lot to say about it, to be honest. We're just teasing. The Young Bucks came out, didn't they, and did nothing. Yes. Oh, that but was, again, yeah. we're just teasing that. Um... Bucks and the Hardys. Yeah. But yeah. that'd be awesome. But we're teasing the the eventual. Oh, we've got with Red Dragon, yeah. Yeah, because it's like they were, uh, at one point, I thought they were going to shake their hand. Um but yeah, well, one, one cool thing in this match actually was from Bobby Fish. He did his avalanche falcon arrow, which I really like it. He yeah. does that quite a lot. And then he, he, it was a two count and he realised Jeff was getting out of it. So he put him into a submission. I just thought that was mm. a really cool spot from Fish. Um, yeah, he is, is a, cool he is one, a yeah. really good wrestler. Um, but he's, he's like the lowest member of that group, isn't he? He always feels like that, unfortunately. He is. Just he loses a lot of the matches. He yeah. loses a lot of the matches because he's the guy in the... Undisputed Hero, now the Undisputed Elite, that you can have... Take he, I think you're forgetting that Bobby Fish had an absolute fire time when he first ended up in he AW. He did, but like, as soon he as did. he was in that faction, you know he's going to be the guy that takes the pins for them. Not Kyle, right. or not Adam, and not the Bucks. I've, I've got a question for you guys. How many fish could Bobby Fish fish if Bobby Fish could fish fish? Do you remember five. that? from Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I remember that. Yeah. I was always like Well remembered. So yeah. after that, I'll move on. <laughs> Uh, less said about that one, the better. <laughs> Didn't get a good reaction, actually. I thought I'd, I thought I'd get a, b- a bigger action for that. Um, Absolutely terrible. So we got a promo from Regal before the Blackpool Combat Club. Yep. Unbelievable, that promo was. Yeah, Re- Regal's just amazing. It was just so intense. It was like, if you give a knife to someone and tell them to attack their enemies, 90% of people will stab them. But we'll just cut them to cut their face. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Regal, Regal <laughs> loves it, doesn't he? He's he loving this savage. role. Um, but yeah, and then the Blackpool Combat Club just decided to beat three guys up, which is always great. And it yeah, was, and um, I, I I love how they finish matches. They all, Blade they, and Angelica, they, yeah, they, they all pick one person each and just start yeah, I love absolutely destroying them. I yeah, love that we got Butcher and Blade back though. Yeah. Yeah, but they're in. The, they're, I mean, I think it's probably a good spot for them. Just be. I don't remember them that much in this match. I literally was like, and Angelico and who else was there? Because Angelico yeah. felt like he did yeah, a lot Angelico's of Angelico's partner. He got released. He got released. Uh, Jack, yeah. Jack Evans. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I couldn't remember which one was released. Um, but... Yeah, he he's left. I don't know if Angelico's out of contract soon or if he's staying sticking around or what. But he, to change he hasn't gear. been used. He hasn't been used much at all. He's I'd he's bet. in he's in the AFO. Yeah, but as, as is everyone. But yeah. he's in it. Half of us is in that film. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he took the um the fall, didn't he? From he tapped out from from Brian in the end. But yeah. he did I felt like he did a lot of the um the work in this match for them. Brian with his amazing triangle sleeper and he does the uh gets the guns yeah. out. Oh yeah. Oh, little, little peek of my guns out. <laughs> uh what else do we have on the show? So uh, actually the the next match was um Wardlow. Big Wardlow. And oh, he had his this. mystery opponent, W. Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cass. What yeah. food has Big Cass, a.k.a. Morrissey, been eating? 
Because I, I want he looks some incredible, of that. Doesn't he he yeah, he's shredded. That he boy has now. been eating his spinach. Well, um, he's, like I said last week, he had problems with you know he's had problems with alcoholism and things like that. I don't think he was in the best shape when he left WWE. Mentally, oh, I think he was a little bit all over the place and stuff. Like he'd he was having problems, and now he's sorted himself out. Got right. I can see Vince looking at him, going, "Bloody hell, I want him back." Like yeah. I saw him, and I didn't. Eat, I was. I looked at him twice. I was like, "Is that big Cass?" And then. I, this straight away, the moment I saw him, because when you announced it, I was like, well, you yeah. announced it. When it was announced, um, I, was I like, said last week that great, big cat. I wasn't bothered, was I? Uh, I said this mm. to you. I, I really was not phased because I remember he's seven feet foot tall and you can't teach that. And then you <laughs> get a big boot and it's over. But I saw straight away saw him and I thought, this is serious stuff now. This is somebody who looks like they could beat Wardlow. Which is what I want. I don't want someone coming out who doesn't look like they can beat him. But Dan Howes on here. What he comes out? <laughs> That'd be amazing, actually. Yeah, bring Dan. Could you imagine that? Curse Maybe Ward just brings that Dan Housen. Also, <laughs> I want Dan Housen to face everybody. The last uh, two weeks, though, Wardlow has had Lance Archer and uh, he's going W. Morris here. And he has well, interesting. Um, only one power bomb here, though. Yeah, I was going to say there's a couple of interesting what? things about this match. Not the only took one power bomb because yeah. he's a guy from Impact, so he's just like, he can't do whatever. Well, he, get, he, managed to, the... he managed to do Lance Archer a couple of times. I'll get to that. He's not as big. Lance Archer's yeah. probably about six foot four, six five. I'll, I'll get to the point of him being not Impact talent five. later when we talk about the women's match. But yeah, yeah he was actually an Impact wrestler. It doesn't matter. Well, he can only take one power bomb and get pinned. He's from Impact. Um, and then also, the I other did thing hear the, match, um, the chance. Sorry, Fish. On that Impact note, the commentators did say something about him coming over. Like, yeah. is he, is he going to be? So I reckon we might see him on AEW more often. Maybe, um, but his booking here doesn't. But it's weird, I don't know. Low, though, isn't it? Yeah, just the fact he lost in one powerbomb. I think it took like Butcher. For, I just think that's because physically to powerbomb him more yeah. than once would take a lot it, it might of have been power. because of that it might mm. have been because of that um but yeah the other interesting i think was interesting here was we had the crowd chance of dueling chance we want enzo no we don't we want enzo <laughs> no we don't um so interesting for aw fans some of them seem to to want enzo and predictably there's a lot of people that don't because of his sort of controversial past um but yeah I, if Cass came in I think it would be wise to bring Enzo with him because yeah. I think he makes him a better act. I want I do Enzo to promo. promo. Can you imagine Enzo and Cass going in a like battle against um, the acclaimed? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, that'd be that'd be uh, mad, wouldn't it? Just just allowing the, him the the microphone. I I haven't read into too much about him, but no, let's I, just no, say yeah. he. Really let's know. just say he's fine and he does come in. Imagine if he was given the free reign AW give people on the mic. Oh mm. my god! Um, I mean, you just look at MJF and you see. The only what... problem is the show might end up getting taken off the air. Well, like... we've got the acclaimed. <laughs> well, yeah, the, I mean, the acclaimed on, run, so... run close to the line, and they're bad. Yeah, they they just have to be vetted don't they um, i mean even they even mjf comes close to the line a lot oh, mjf goes over that line doesn't he yeah he does yeah um funny you mentioned the acclaimed because what on earth was that about <laughs> i laughed at this yeah. but the gun club and the acclaimed met up got given some scissors and then they started <laughs> going like this and i was like they were like we talked to papa and then gave him a present and then they're yeah. like mates what it was, was because about? i think last week they had a segment didn't they? It wasn't on Rampage. It was either on Rampage or last week on Dynamite. I don't, I don't they had a little segment with Rampage. Rampage. And they were, they, and they were like, we're going to ask 
our dad or something. Billy wasn't there. <laughs> and then they come back with Billy this week and then did a scissors. And now yeah. they're best mates or something. Yeah, are they a new I've... faction? Probably, yeah. They love it Probably. on AW. Love, love throw a new them together. Uh, why not? I mean, why not? I just didn't get the scissors. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It's, it's, it's going to say, they do the acclaims. That's their, like, thing. Uh, the the fingers see. scissoring. I think that was the link, but yeah, it, it was a bit, a uh, bit, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, I just saw, just saw. It, I think it was so, funny. At um, the end of the, we forgot to say at the end of the um the Wardlow match. MJF, oh yeah. So he Sorry. beats up so many security. He beats up so many security guards, and then that MJF. Awesome. He's basically like, I'm not going to stop until I get my hands on MJF. MJF agrees to give him a match, but they're having a contract signed in with some conditions next yeah. week. In Long Island, this will be interesting so, because yeah. last time he was there, MJF yeah, he was getting cheered, wasn't he? Yeah. So this is going to be a strange one. I think he'll make Wardlow tie one hand behind his back or something, and there'll be stuff like that. It'll will really put it yeah. in his favor, um, of course. Obviously, obviously he will. But I wonder whether, like, if MJF wins, then Wardlow is released. Just can't fight for AW ever again and if Wardley wins then he's free or something that's what it'll be but it's a good match for double or nothing isn't it yeah yeah absolutely yeah this has been building for so long hasn't it yeah two years or something like that so so they're so good at this one thing I was interested in is the next thing I want to get your thoughts on this one was the hangman page promo was very weird I thought is Um, he going heel yeah, it's a bit heelish, wasn't I it? I think he's ready Very for it because he's not getting the reception he was getting. And I think they know, they've learned from Cody, don't drag it out when people start to get a bad reception. Um, and against CM It just Punk, feels random, though. It does, but he's, he, we've already had um, this from Paige where he's sort of just against another another face, but... I, I think this sounded very, very heel. It did. Um, I don't know if it's I mean, the difference between confidence, isn't there? But yeah, it was like no handshake. I was like, okay, that's really heel. Yeah, um, go to destroy to CM crowd, Punk. Yeah, and take mm. your shirts for a refund to the merch yeah. stand before <laughs> if you don't burn them before, which I found hilarious. But he, that's heel. He was, that's not. He also said that he confident. wasn't going to have a Bret Hart. Masturbatoria match or something tribute match. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is this is heel. He's um, gone, isn't he? He's gone. That that was hilarious line that I wasn't expecting from him. But yeah, it was very heelish. I, it just feels a bit. It felt a bit. Out of, I just wasn't expecting it. It was a bit random. I thought I'm pleased because I was getting a little bit bored of Hangman Page. I loved him in the build up to getting the title, but since he's had it, it's a bit like. Oh, yeah. It's one of those chases where the chase is better than the race. Yeah, I, I, I think his title run has been poor. I think Punk needs to take it to win first. Really? Yeah. You think? I think Punk should win it. Yeah. yeah. But would you turn him heel and then have him lose? I, I actually wouldn't turn him heel. I think I you could think just do. I think. No. I think you just do a face face on yourself. Punk win. I mean, it depends what you have. I think lined you just up have for face Hangman face, after. But like animosity between the two, so it's like there's a yeah. bit of heat kind heat. of what they did with um, Kingston and Punk, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. Neither of them were heel. No. Yeah. And they they, they, they like just heel, got really. They? Yeah, but this again, did sound so Kingston heel, is probably better at building a match than Pages on the mic, so there's that as well. Um, yeah. Um, oh, can I say something that's weird on this show? We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, it wasn't actually a match, was it? It was a call out, but we had the Varsity Blondes calling out the House of Black. 
I didn't um, think this was weird. Did you think it was weird? I thought it was a bit weird. I tell you what, there was a bit part way through this segment, I thought this was going to be my top mark. Really? I thought Julia Hart was about to turn. When, well, yeah, if well, Julia Hart had started smashing him with a chair, yeah. I, I would think she's going to. I Julia think Hart did didn't out, turn. Annoyed me. And but. Brian Pillman was like, oh, uh, we're, 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 we're being torn apart. And I was like, are you? Are Vossi Blondes being torn apart? I, I have been oblivious it's not, to this. It's happening a lot on Dark and Dark Elevation. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I, I knew Julia Hart is where the eye patch she's been sitting in the ring not watching the matches. I quite I like Julia Hart's part in this, but I just don't really get I think Julia Hart, the thing is that her eye is the she wears the patch because that's what sort of lets her be evil, I guess maybe, because that's where the corruption's coming from. Um yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Also, I really enjoyed it until until the end, and I was disappointed because yeah, well, I've seen also, a lot of criticism on this light, and this has been going on for it was like four months ago that that happened. Wow. Yeah, and, and also Death Triangle all returned last week, and that and that then it came out here as well. Thought, That's the feud we're getting, and Varsity yeah. Blondes being here just felt just to me it just felt odd. I was like, what's happening? I, I, think I didn't really get it for a the while. Junior thing on TV to. Yeah, I, I'm all for, more. again, I mentioned this earlier with WWE, I'm all for, I'll be well happy if Julia Hart joined House of Black. I'll be well up for that. I think they've got to do that eventually. Yeah, but let's like say she didn't, she didn't turn here and I just don't really get the, I just, I just didn't really get what, it was a bit what pointless they were in the doing. End. Yeah. Again, I, again, I, 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 don't, I haven't watched Dark or Dark Animation for a, for a long time now and mm. as somebody who only watches Rampage and Dynamite, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really understand the Parsley Blondes bit here. I was, I was a bit confused. Maybe I missed something. I didn't, yeah, the promo was a bit rambly from Brian yeah. Billman. It wasn't the greatest promo, but I really liked Julia Hart. I really liked um, the beatdown, first of all, that House of Black did. I thought it was awesome. Then I really liked Alistair... Oh, Malachi. Keep calling him Alistair Black. Malachi. Malachi Bly, like, going into the corner, and Julia Hart's acting was actually quite good, I thought. Her, like, cowering in the corner, like, terrified. But then also, mm. you know, I thought she was going to hit him with a chair. And I was like, come on, come on, this is great. And then she didn't. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'd love it. We're dragging this out further then. Him. Yeah, mm. they probably shouldn't have dragged it out further. Because it's been going on for too long with nothing really happening, like you say, Kitty. Like it's it's not really been on, explained on TV much. And even when we have had bits, it's not been, it's felt so long ago. Like, honestly, I think people have just want it to, to happen now. Um, it's one of those, like, sometimes you can drag a story out. It, like Wardlow and MJF is an example of, you can wait for the turn for a long, long time. If you keep it on TV, you keep characters interesting and there's there's stuff there, but this isn't like that. It's too well, it's- And also that is MJF and eight. Again, I mentioned it with Kevin Owens earlier. There's certain people, if they're in a feud, it is probably going to work because they're so reliable. Whereas this Julia Hart thing, I just don't think the characters are strong enough to, to drag us out for four months. I just don't think it's, but so be it. I mean, something else. Again, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a bad thing. I actually quite up for the few, but we got Thunder Rosa calling out her number one contender, Serena Deep. Yeah. Which I'm for this match, but I didn't really get the back and forth to me. Thunder Rosa, as your face champion, Serena Deep was saying stuff and she was like, Oh yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. I was like, oh, like I, I just you don't see that much from, from a from a face champion against the Hill Challenger, where the Hill Challenger is saying stuff to them and like going at them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, fair enough." It's I just thought, off like that, babe. Yeah, I, I just thought Thunder Rosa didn't look strong here as a face champion, and I I worry just from this. This is and the first, you know, the Dollar Rose defense was what it was. I worry that Thunder Rosa could end up with a Hangman Page type 
run as champion where it doesn't well, really just, work. I think I think, think, I think maybe, so far she's just barely been on TV. Yeah, I think the problem, problem is she's not been there. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I don't think this promo. I don't think there was anything. Wrong I thought the promo, the promo was fine as well. I thought yeah, it was quite I, good. I, I wasn't. Yeah, that no, keen I thought on it was it. good. I think she does look strong. I, I disagree. I think she respects Dee because she is savage. Yeah, and they sort of respect each other. I'm all for this match away. This is this is a good match for the title. This is going to go off, and I think this will really showcase them both, which I'm really excited for. I think this is where. Thunder Rose's um, reign is going to properly start. I think for <coughs> yeah. this match, I hope so. I hope so. And Deeb looks strong because she has smashed everybody for weeks. Uh, oh yeah, she was... she beat Sheeta in that best of five they did. Yeah, so she looks like a, a beast. So th- this makes Thunder Rosa look really g- legitimate as champion. I can't see him taking it off her already. That'd be horrendous. So no, yeah, hundred no, percent. You can't have a lose yet. No. Um, we had um, Santana v Jericho, didn't we? On this yep. as well. Oh yeah, uh, glaze over that. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to this. There's a lot really going on. Santana um, started off hot. He dived onto him onto the ramp. Um, he got loads of near falls in this match. Santana um, frog splash near the start. Uh, hit a stunner or something at one point as well. He got like two or three near falls. Where I thought, oh, he's going. You know, they're going close. Obviously, Jericho is always going to win. I think. Um, ended up being low blow behind the ref's back and then hitting the Judas effect. Um, so not clean as, as it's been in the only my only criticism of this is a little bit um, it's the same thing every time the five guys on two or five on three and no one seems to come out and help the faces I, I think it's getting to a point where they need to someone needs to stop the Jericho Appreciation Society and actually come out yeah yeah maybe you're right maybe it you're does right. feel like it's the same thing every week they always end up on top because it's the numbers game and I'm just waiting for someone to come and help them um that hasn't happened. Uh, so I said Kingston wasn't there. And now Chris Jericho is called the Wizard, apparently. Yeah, apparently something that was to do with something that happened on Rampage. I don't even know what that was about. Oh, well, is it not to do with him throwing a fireball in his face? That might have been. I'm not sure. He changes yeah. his na- nickname. But like, he does have a new, new name every week, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. It'll probably be something different next week. Um, so I think there's two other segments from Dynamite. I think one of them is a top mark. It is. What's so we'll, le- we'll leave that to the end. Um, the main event, the Ring of Honor oh. Women's Championship. <laughs> I've forgotten about it, and I guess Women's Championship it in good unification stead. match. Um, I, I just think this as to, to, this as a choice of main event is um, strange, very strange for me. Um, I think I know why they did it, but I agree with you. Why did they do it? I think they've been listening to the criticism that women don't get time, women don't main events from. A lot of people, Thunder Rosa even mentioned it in a promo that a lot of people have been criticizing the women's division. Well, imagine imagine if you're on the women's roster on AW. And, and yeah, even Becky Lynch has been having a dig at it. Yeah. So I think they wanted to prove a point. Which okay, I yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. No, imagine I think if, that's why they did it. Imagine if you're Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, any, any number of the women who have been AW for a long time. Mm. And your main event slot is going to an impact wrestler and Marcelius Martinez, who has appeared two or three times on, on AWTV. The problem with this match is it had no... It's not whatsoever. the deserved... Yeah, and my criticism of this is they did not build this match up throughout the night. If no. this is your main event and these are two... Well, there's definitely one wrestler here who's never appeared on AWTV before. You've never mentioned AWTV before. You have to introduce her to us. So when, when they did this with Suzuki, they brought him in and they had him main event. We had a little promo saying, oh, this is Suzuki, this is his past, this is what he's done. 
Donna Parazzo got a couple of, oh yeah, she's on, she's the Ring of Honor champion, or she was on Impact. There, there, there was no like, this is Donna Parazzo, we're introducing her to you, this is the main event, get behind this match. They did not build this match up The at crowd all. was completely dead for it. The crowd was dead for it, and I was dead. I was like, what, there's only 10 minutes left, and this is, and it wasn't even a long match. Either. 10 minutes and an advert break. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's just a very cold way to end a show. I, I, I went, left the show very confused. I was like, this is a strange... I thought it was a strange event. main event. I, I guarantee you, well, I don't, I, I'm never going to know for sure, but I reckon that is 100% why they did it, though. Yeah. I also don't think it was a very good match. No. I thought it was okay. It was... It wasn't great. Not particularly. I, I don't think it was worth being on... It was a mid... It, it was a mid to be too match. harsh, but it wasn't that good. No. no, and I, 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 I know he owns Ring of Honor as well, but I just don't. I think it's not the right move. And I mentioned that in the Rampage thing. Both of their shows last week, they main evented with a title from another company. Yeah, and and, and the thing that I had a problem with here more than anything else as well is I knew who was going to win this match because Diana Perazzo is an Impact talent. She's not signed to AEW. She's signed to another company. You can't mm. sign for Impact and AEW. That can't yeah. happen. Um, and Impact's relationship with AEW is finished now. I know they had two of their talents on this show, but they're not appearing. It's not like when Gallows and Anderson were on there every week. Um, and I think what showed a lot, and I mentioned it earlier with um, Morrissey for Big Cass, he got pinned quite quickly with one powerbomb, and Deanna Parazzo tapped out here. And she's been booked incredibly, by the way, in Impact mm. in the Ring of Honor previously. Yeah. Um, I know she lost the title to Mickey James, but up until that point, she was dominant in Impact. Like, completely can't help dominant. himself, can he? No, yeah, this is Mickey James. Can't can't help himself. <laughs> Mickey James is biggest she did, fan. Though. She did, though. Um, she was so strong. And here, they made her look really weak. And I think they just went, Impact? Not, not on my watch. We've yeah. got Ring of Honor now and AEW talent. It's, it's, kind, of how, talent. it's kind of how Vince treated the NXT guys, wasn't it, for a bit? It just uh, felt inevitable that she Triple was going to lose NXT. quickly, and that's what happened. And I just felt, what's the point in bringing... I guess they had to do this match because she was the Ring of Honor champion. She won it off of Roxanne Perez, I believe. They um, could have they could have done this um, just not on the main event of a dynamite. Could have done this on a rampage, on a just on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view show at some point. Even on dynamite, but with one week or two yeah, weeks. Yeah, or a dynamite. Yeah, do something. It's just, it's just poor. And I think this... Before we get on to your top mark, and I, I do want to end on a positive, but I do just want to have one last little comment here, is I think AW are now doing too much. I, I, I think they have spread, spread their net so wide now that there's not a lot that is sticking for me. They are not focusing on Hangman Page as champion. They're not focusing on Thunder Rosa as champion. Okay, MGF Ward's lower side and... Maybe the Blackpool Combat Club, Jericho. Maybe there's a few things. There are. A few there, there's things, a couple but... of things, but like if you it's watch, not like it was. Is if it? you watch WWE TV, you know the, where the big stars are. RK Bro, Roman Reigns. You've got Drew. You've got Seth. You've got Cody. You've got all, you know, you know the top people. When AW are trying to throw in, I mean, there was a you know we got you know, why 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 was that. Um, acclaimed scissor thing on this show it's really random thrown it in like, hey, the, fun, I like, the, this thing. like the Thunder Rosa thing Thunder Rosa got you know four, four minutes on the mic to promote a title match we had ha- you know Hangman Page and CM I don't Punk disagree I think we need thing. a middle ground don't we between WWE and AEW yeah and also ev- everyone has a belt Samoa Joe's got a belt Willie Uta's got a belt Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez has two belts FTR have two belts there's so many belts that the belts don't mean anything anymore 
I really think they have they're doing too much. They need to just calm down. They 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 sign a lot of people as well. We've I've mentioned why you're signing Tony Nice. I don't know. You're signing too many people. <laughs> oh, Tony no, but he's an example of them just signing people for the sake of signing people. They I, need I to, get what you're saying. They need to they need to just just have a have a pause. I like sometimes I like the fact they have a lot of talent rotation. You don't get bored of the same people. But yeah, yeah, but they they're bringing in new people. W Morrissey. They didn't need to bring him in for this. They no. could have used someone on their roster. They could have. They, I get why, it if it's a huge star. Why have I we not seen Sean Spears in Wardlow yet? Why has that not happened in this build-up? Like, Sean Spears is pants and will get ruined. Yeah, but he's just a situation where he has a chair and thing he doesn't. And that, I, I don't know. There's, there's ways to do it, but I just think they keep bringing in new people to, to make it fresh. Where, and their roster's stacked. Like, if, if if you're a Brian Cage, you you must be so annoyed. Like you must be like, what the hell is going on here? Like Joey Janela, Sunny Kiss. There's well, a most, lot. Joey Janela doesn't Kip, work there anymore. Kip, yeah, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Kip Sabian. Brian Kip Sabian. Cage, Joey Janela, and Sunny Kiss in one sentence. Yeah, there's a lot of AW originals. There's a lot of AW originals. Um, yeah, where's Penelope Ford gone? Chuck Taylor, Penelope Ford. There's loads of them that aren't on the uh, the bunnies. Not too bothered one. about Chuck Taylor, to be honest. Yeah, but there's a lot of people anyway. That aren't I get on TV. your rant. Yes, um, we've ranted enough at the the, uh, the <laughs> listeners and viewers now. I think, but no, I perfectly understand. Fish is nice to get that out. Tony Khan yeah, and cheers. let him know for you. Um, cheers. Yeah, I, I don't disagree, but I don't think I feel as strongly as you because I like a mix-up. I, we, we have a look at WWE and it's too much the other way. The yeah. same matches over I've, and over. I, th- and over. I think Raw's currently quite fresh. SmackDown is repetitive. I think Raw is a good... Raw yeah. right now is exactly how I want my TV show to be, I think. Yeah, There's still too many rematches, but it's better. It's a lot better than it was. You didn't it. need that main event on Dynamite, in my opinion. Yeah. Without a build. You should have had a few builds. Yeah, the problem is they don't match as about builds because they haven't got time to build every single feud. So that's, that's the problem. But also, when, when you hear Excalibur try and promote the next show, he does it in about 30 seconds because he hasn't got enough time to... It's, there's two, he has, he's, promoting, he's promoting 10 matches in 30 seconds. It's ridiculous. It's just... <laughs> calm down. Right. Crusty. Crusty. Everyone positive, please. Top <laughs> mark. So we had a fantastic match from a returning Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin. When I saw these two coming down to the ramp, uh, ramp yeah, down the, the ramp. ramp to the ring, I'll <laughs> um, turn into Danhausen again. Um, incredible wrestling. Uh, you knew straight away when you saw these guys. Um, it was just a flipping, they were flipping everywhere, weren't they? Um, yeah. In both sense of the words. Um, there was an awesome destroyer um, by Dante. There's one thing I really liked here, that Phoenix really got Dante over. Um, Although Phoenix eventually got the win um, with quite a cool finisher. Um, I'm not sure what it's called. I don't know if you know. No, I've I've, I've just closed the tab, so I can't even tell you. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, there were some amazing spots. There was like a Russian leg sweep off of the turnbuckle for both of them. that They both actually flipped and landed on their front. Yeah, and they looked at each other afterwards like, we're amazing. <laughs> Serious. Talent this match was so good, isn't it? It was really, really good. I mean, Ray Phoenix may be the most talented wrestler of this type in the world. He is yeah, high absolutely high ridiculous. Yeah. Ray He's Phoenix. insanely good. Yeah. These guys just complement each other so well, don't they? They mm, really yeah. do complement each other so well in the ring. 
There was an awesome. I mean, everything Dante did looked amazing. He, he hit a mad poison rana. He's so good as well, and he hasn't been because he he was on his own. Then he brought him back with his brother, and his That's brother's I'm worried again. about. Have they pied <laughs> off top flight now? Um, well, his, his, his brother's injured again, so he's back yeah. on his own again. Yeah, now. his brother's injured again, yeah. Oh, dear. So now he's on his own again. They'll probably get pushed again now. I well, know he was out for like a year, his brother, then came back for a couple of weeks. Such a again. But, but yeah. Good yeah. for Dante, I guess. I think, I think they would have pushed top flight towards the tag team titles, personally, if um, really? his Because yeah. I, I think they're big on Dante. They, that's, that's, you know. There's one thing I loved about this match is that I didn't know who was going to hit the move at one at what point because they just was constantly reversing and sliding out of different moves. Which is cool. Yeah, that's why it was my top mark. It's really enjoyable, really fast-paced. One of the best matches I've seen in a long time. Probably was yeah, the best was match really of good. the week, I think. Probably was the top match of the week. Yeah, so, so good. good. Good top mark. No build, but a fantastic match. And and I want to say as well, off the back of that, so that was the last Owen Hart qualifier, tournament qualifier. Oh, yeah, we've got, we got the brackets. So we've got the draw for that, uh, the brackets, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And interestingly, one thing that popped out straight away, well, there's two actually, First of all, we get Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy, which is like a bit of a dream match. It's like, yeah. well, that's crazy that they're just doing that in a tournament. Yeah. First round, mm. mental. It's going to be great. And secondly, it was Samoa Joe versus a, the Joker. So there's a Joker in this. Who, like, it could be anybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to ask. Well, I could ask who you think it's going to be. I don't think we're going to, either of any of us going to have a clue. Yeah, I mean, my prediction would be in a uh, released WWE, recently released star. It could be Cesaro. Cesaro, Cesaro is an option. Cesaro, Cesaro versus Joe. Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. If you bring a release star in, they can't lose to Joe, but Joe can't. But lose, Joe, surely. Joe does have that Jay Lethal thing. He I'm could, thinking he it could get distracted and lose. Could just get Jay Lethal in. What to be the Joker? That'd be yeah, well boring. A bit lame, but well, I, reckon, I, I, I have mean, a feeling it'll be. I've got a, a different theory that it won't be someone released. I've got a feeling it'll be someone from New Japan because they're. Pr- Promoting the show uh, yeah. in July, Suzuki again. Um, so and, and they have a, Jap- a, a Japanese right, wrestler. Yeah. I can't remember his name, sorry, but um, he's wrestling on on Rampage. I think it is this week. Um, so they're they're bringing in a few people to to mm. to introduce. Yeah, them. So I can see them doing that and bringing in someone like that. I mean, what would be cool? I don't think they would do it, but if I mean, I don't know what Miro's doing, but bring Miro back for this. That would be awesome. That would, be a, Joe. that would be a cool, cool way to do it. Return yeah. one of your stars. I thought the um the brackets were very interesting because you had that. That's intriguing. Darby versus um Jeff. I think it was Kyle O'Reilly versus who else is in the tournament? I can't remember. Ray Dax. Phoenix. Yeah. And Dax Dax's versus Dax, Dax, Dax Adam Dax, Cole. Cole. Oh wow. Uh just quickly, I yeah. thought about I thought this earlier. Great tournament lineup. Before we end AW, I want to say Fisher looks like Jungle Boy today. Do I? Yeah, he does. I, mean, I think with your hair down, <laughs> I, I just think it'd be like Jungle Boy. So for those watching on YouTube, just uh, nah, nah, Krusty, you have I'm more like Luchasaurus. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comparison. Um, I, I I thought earlier he looked like, but I can't remember now. I think I think you look oh, cool, down right? for it. Joey down Janella, yeah, down for this pod. It's not been been a while since I've done it. I think you look cool. It was a special treat for the new Marco subscribers. Stunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Top mark. Yeah. I think we wrap it up. What do yeah, you top think? Mark. We should wrap up. Yeah. 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 I think we're done. I don't think there's anything we're missing. Uh, nothing important. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I can't really see anything else from AEW that I want to talk about. Cool. All right. Well, 
I think that's it. Well, that, that is it for us this week. Um, for those new to us, and if, if this is your first pod watching, welcome. And, well, welcome at the start. But check out, we've got uh, a lot of content on YouTube. We have got uh, WWE 2K content. We've got loads of videos from our live show uh, recently. We've got prediction videos. Two are out. Cross seasons to come. So check out that one as well. I mean, check our back catalogue of videos. We've got a lot uh, on there and a lot going on. So, yeah, get involved. Follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Uh, get involved in our predictions. League. If, if you're not already, we have WrestleMania Backlash coming up in a couple of days. Uh, prediction tweet is out and is pinned to our page. So get involved. You have a chance of winning a AW or WWE T-shirt at the end of the year if you're the winner. But uh, just come in and have some fun anyway. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just show if us not, up. Show have us some up fun. You can still win. None of us are that good. I think I think I'm first or near first. And... I heard your insults actually. You were saying how you're great and we're rubbish. Yeah, I'm yeah. Second. <laughs> I'm not that bad. You're one above me. And I just want to state for everybody that I've said this a million times. I won the last two years in our personal predictions. That's not count. It it definitely does count. You're not taking that away from me. I'm the undisputed champ at the moment. I'm Roman yeah. with my two my two belts. <laughs> Acknowledge yeah. me. Okay. Okay. Anyway, well, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that was, that was basically it. What, what way to end? Uh, Acknowledge me from Krusty. Um, <laughs> that was so, a poor one. I, I wish it was better now. That was, that was good enough. Did the job. So, yeah, acknowledge us. We, we acknowledge you as our listeners. We certainly do. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. 